Yeah. Mm-hmm. 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 Ooh. Ooh. Mm-hmm. <laughs> French fried potatoes. Mm-hmm. Kentucky fried steak. Mm-hmm. Something Chicken. funny. Ooh. Mm-hmm. 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 Majin Boo. Mm-hmm. Majin Boo. <laughs> Kyle. Welcome everyone out there on planet Earth. You are listening to the Three Ugly Guys podcast, a subsidiary of All or Nothing, because we're going to talk about it all, and we're going to talk about nothing, and everything in between. And as always, we are Three Ugly Guys. I'm Corey, a.k.a. the Iranian Contra. In the house tonight, we got Joe. Contra code gave you extra lives. Yeah, it did. Contra? Contra. Ugh. That was Paul. Contra. 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 The game. Yes. Interesting. Yeah. Intriguing. Why? Video games. Yes. What about them? It's a good topic. It is. People love video games. We also can't do it alone. No, we need people. We do need people. Friends. Let's get them right now. (laughs) They'll be here in 10 hours. Oh, wait, there they are. Oh, yeah. Hey. Yeah. I didn't look to the left. Uh, yeah, you're just looking at, right you're looking, looking at you. And was, yeah. You're looking at my ugly face. Yeah, yeah. You miss ah. the two people sitting next to us. Well, let's uh, introduce one of them. Ooh. Oh, maybe? All right, rock, paper, scissors. Whoever wins gets introduced first. They're tying right now. Yeah, it's like they're brothers or something. Oh, like, oh yeah. Okay. Well, Joe, I'm glad you said that because they are brothers. <laughs> oh, man. Mike and Tommy. Yeah. Thomas? Tom? Tom? <laughs> Do we call him Tommy? I prefer Tommy. There All it right, is. Tommy, Mike's younger brother. Yay. Oh, well, welcome back, Mike. <laughs> <laughs> Don't forget that, Tommy, I am your older brother. My older brother. Of which I have two. Yes, Bobby. Who was also on the show? Who's also been on the show? We've had the whole family. Do we count Mark Bobby as like a separate persona? Or like how does that work? (laughs) (laughs) He's like Hugo, Bart's evil twin. (laughs) But he's the real. He's the real twin. He's not the evil. He's Retap from Family Guy. (laughs) I just want to point out Mike won the rock, paper, scissors and still got introduced last. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Guys, it's a a pleasure to be here. And I don't mind uh, deferring to my younger brother here because even though I am the older brother, he might. Actually, have me beat in the realm of video game knowledge, but again, I love you and thank you for having us. And we love you, Michael. Yes, you're very welcome. Yes. Thank you for coming on the show. I know Tom- it was a very sudden uh, invitation for yes. those who listened to last week's episode, which who knows if that aired yet, but yeah, <laughs> I don't even know. We didn't do that on the air. We, we don't know. Them, oh, yeah, we, <laughs> called them, we called them before, before yeah. after the no, before these timelines right. are so confusing. They are <laughs> well, we're the worst and ugly. Like a Christopher Nolan or a... Um, Was it a Zelda game? Yeah. Ooh. If you guys game. are the worst, I don't want to know the best. That's all I'm saying. Well, the worst Aww. are like sausages, and they're really good, actually. You got Knockwurst, Bratwurst, Vicewurst. Uh, Vienna. Vienna Br- sausage. You Polish. Know. Polish. You want to do the thing where we just Massa. name sausages? Mm. Polish sausage. Breakfast Polish, sausage. Polish, 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 Polish. We could... But we actually have something to talk about. Okay. We're going to talk about bacon instead. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Turkey bacon, regular bacon, veggie Can- bacon. Canadian bacon. bacon is the best. Veggie bacon. Turkey no. bacon is not the best. Veggie For me bacon. It is. It's healthy, though. Yes. It's delicious. I love it. Yes, very. Bacon is the best. Ooh. Steak. Bacon made of steak. Steak gums. It's okay. called jerky. Okay. okay, that does. Oh, that's what it was. Okay, I, I thought you were being serious for a moment. <laughs> Canadian bacon, eh? 
Ham. <laughs> you mean ham? Yes. Ham. ham. How's the poop daddy? Joe, what were we going to say about ham? Oh, oh no, it's 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 just a topic. Hamtastic. <laughs> it's hamtastic. But yes, it is. God damn it. <laughs> but today, we have brought these gentlemen on because we are going to talk about video games. Again. Again. We did in a previous episode, one of our we early did. episodes. I don't think anybody was here. We by ourselves? I think it was by ourselves. Yeah, it mm-hmm. was. Wow. Yeah. It was one of our early episodes. Yes. That was more general uh, knowledge stuff, stuff we played. But this one, we want to focus in on um, specific games that A, gave us the most migraines, and B, Oof. took up the most times of our lives. Like combined, like what games did we spend the most time on? Whether it was Hours trying, to, that we logged in whether on. it was trying to beat it or just or because it over and over again. You, yeah, like over and over like again. twenty times. Like, you oh, just love it. Oh, it's a great topic. Change difficulties. Play it again. Nope, I'm gonna play it again. Yep. You guys better be prepared for this to be like a six parter. We could do this all night. Then I know. Six episodes in. Let's go. So I think the best thing to do to start off with is start off with our newest guest, Tommy. Do you have any that come to mind? I have so many that come to mind. Honestly, it's really. Hard for me to start because, well, basically, uh, it should become no, no surprise that I, I love video games like more than anything in the whole world. It's always been my n- number one area of expertise and the one thing that's always brought me joy. And yep, yep I apologize for the for the stuttering and all that. No, it's no, no reason no, at all. Time. Don't, don't worry about, about it at all. all right, you good, bro? Yeah, you're all good. Like, like instead of individual games, like I can talk about like certain franchises, like you know, the basic ones, like Mario, Zelda. Super Smash Bros, Pokemon, Roller Coaster Tycoon. You guys remember that? Yes. Oh man, I, I do remember that. It. You used what? to kill so many people. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Me too. I put the Roman Legionnaire song on and just set everybody on fire. <laughs> I bought the second one on Scholastic New. You know the. Oh yeah. Oh. Bought it and I never played it. Oh, no. <laughs> it was like 1997. Damn. So, Still wrapped. I got a. He he really struck a chord there. So we used to have the book fairs in elementary school. So three of us at this table went to the same elementary school. If I'm sure you guys might have had this too. So basically, they would have like in the gym, they would have um, like they call it a book fair, but they would sell everything. They would sell like big bootleg sports memorabilia. They would sell uh, video games. I used to get plaques there, we sports used, plaques. So we buy, I think we bought our dads the same like Jeter plaque one day did. for like a, for like a birthday something or something. Like yeah. that. They had to share the plaque. Yeah, actually. Oh, okay. No, yeah. Corey. Oh, she's having plaques. Brush your teeth and then you get rid of the plaque. My father gets it every other Sunday and every three leap years. <laughs> 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 but so we bought Roller Coaster Tycoon, and that was my copy that he actually got very into. But I will say, because you mentioned uh, fatalities in that game, no, not Mortal Kombat. <laughs> we'll get to that eventually. I did love building a roller coaster where the track was at a huge angle, but not enough that it would slide back down, so it would just go flying into like the near the nearby tree line and just go. Poof. Yep. Yeah, crashing was always fun. <laughs> you would you would cut off all the exits so people couldn't yep. escape your park. Yep. Yep. <laughs> yep. And you could just create literal fire, and you would just—I would just put fire all out throughout the entire maze. Wait, how did you create literal fire? I think I missed that. Well, uh, well when you get the train to crash. Yeah. No, but there's also, there's also like a um, like a display or something like that. You can get like little like just a, oh, it's like a one by one square of fire. You can just put down. Yeah. So there'd be fires all over the place. Oh yeah. <laughs> I know how dangerous Stupid. is that. Stupid. Stupid. So Tommy. Yeah. Of those franchises you just named, which one was your first one? A lot of Nintendo you got there. Oh, it, yeah. It, yeah, I, I, I love Nintendo. My, my first system was Nintendo 64, which this day is still one of my favorites. You're so young. It's fantastic. <laughs> yep. Uh, actually, I was born the same year as Nintendo 64, 1996. Bang. It's a good yeah. year. It's connected to the same year as like, that's <laughs> No, no, no. no. <laughs> sure, yeah, it's true. Is, is that? I honestly can't, can't remember what exactly my first game was, but... 
I, I assume it is. I think it might have been the original Super Smash Brothers. Okay. Oh, okay. For the N64? Well, yes. Wow. That's <laughs> Corey. Yes. That oh, I, I'm sorry. That is the OG, Corey. Uh, he yes. said, so he said N64 in 96, and then my first thought was, oh, he went to GameCube first. Okay, so uh, I was thinking of, like, <laughs> Melee was his first one. Not, uh, no, the original. Yeah, I don't know why. My bad. All right. I'm yeah. going to recuse myself in this episode. Goodbye. Goodbye, Corey. But I, I nice knowing you, brother. Thank God he's gone. I can't just say that. Hey, I'm back. Oh, my God, he's back. <laughs> <laughs> okay. But yeah, I got to say that the original Smash, I'd say it was probably a great game for the f a great first game for me to start with because Smash is, of course, a crossover featuring main, Ninten main Nintendo's biggest mascots all coming from different games. And and when you see these, you see these characters and you, you want to know what games they come from and what they're all about. And that's what I've been doing a lot of over the years. Of course, my, my most prominent franchises were always like Mario, Pokemon, Kirby. And as the years went on, I also played through you know, Zelda, Fire Emblem, even the third-party franchises like Sonic the Hedgehog and recently Kingdom Hearts. Mm. Yes, that did become a new uh, acquisition. Yes, yes. Thank I you, Disney. I forgot about that. Yeah, mm. yes. Yeah, Sora was added into Super Smash Bros. Ultimate recently, which made me so happy because he was one of my most requested fighters. Thank you, Disney. But but I'm sh I'm sure you probably want Nintendo to pay a big fee like you always do. <laughs> It's okay. Just saying. Yeah. It's Disney, all right. Disney will buy Nintendo soon. Disney will eventually <laughs> probably the world, let's be well, honest. I think, I think Universal is dealing with that. Are they? Well, Nintendo oh, store is a dirty rock. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. The theme park. It, they do right, in so. Japan. Yeah, but yeah, yeah. Universal. Can buy the movie rights or something. Or, but, yeah. well, well, Nintendo is working with, with Illumination to make the upcoming Super Mario movie. So that is... Disney will buy Universal. That is Universal. Uh, and, uh, no, there's no way that could happen. Uh, but, but, no, Monopoly, say never. Monopoly laws won't let it happen. Uh, but in all seriousness, like, have you guys seen the cast for the Mario movie? Mario. As far as the actors, oh my god, or? I did. It looks. It, I mean, it looks. It's, it's atrocious. It yeah. makes no sense. Okay, okay you say those are all talented actors, but some of them don't really seem like good fits for right. the roles. Seth Rogen? Are you kidding me? <laughs> I, I, I can honestly hear him voicing DK. Yeah, but Michael, they're still weird choices. Michael Keegan Key as Toad is Keegan hilarious. Michael, Ke Michael Ke Keegan. 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 Michael Keegan. Keegan. Michael Key. Key. Sorry, I don't know. I said. My bad. Yes. Michael Keaton. Ke Damn it. <laughs> Some pitches. Keegan hyphen Michael Key. Michael Keys. I just bought Joe with you. <laughs> I just been Bon Jovi'd. Yeah. Oh my God. That hasn't come up in so long. What you guys are telling me? You don't think Chris Pratt is going to go full method actor and gain weight for that role? Like, let's be real. It's, it's a voice it's, role. It's a voice role. So. He's so oh, cool. Oh, he's it's animated. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. yeah it's illumination. Oh. Yeah. They're doing voices, Does that change, dude. Corey? No, but well, a little bit actually. I thought it was live action, but yeah. that no. does change it a little bit. No, they tried that once and it didn't work, and I guess uh, they'll never try it again. I Captain, I saw that movie once. I hope that I one's better. Show. I hope that one's better than this one that comes out. <laughs> I'm, I'm hoping that that it's, it's at least enjo enjoyable. Yeah, set the bar low. I, I mean, regardless of how it turns out, like yeah, obviously I'm gonna see it anyway because you know Nintendo. Right. <laughs> no, I was gonna say if. The Sonic at the Hedgehog movies, any indication maybe we can start getting some serviceable video game movies? Never oh, yeah. watched it. I heard it was really good. It's, it's very enjoyable. Yeah, we didn't watch it, Joe. And I think as much as we love, because we had a great conversation before we went on air about Jim Carrey, I think you will very much love Jim Carrey as Robotnik. Okay. That's right. I forgot we played Robotnik. Yes. Did you watch it? No. Yeah, come yeah. on. Yeah. Did you guys both watch it? Yeah, we watched. We saw it in the theater. Yeah, and, it was okay. High five. Yeah. We watched it. Yeah, yeah, we did. Yeah, yeah. I watched it one day. Last movie we saw before you know uh, that happened. Uh, but the pandemic. Yeah. The okay. pandemic. Thank you. Yeah, the pan and, handlers yeah. came but, in. Yeah, Pam with two ends. Seth Rogen. It, in, in all seriousness, like as as a big <laughs> Sonic fan, yet I had my fingers crossed, and I can only say like I I did not like I didn't really like the movie. Like parts of it are enjoyable. 
But the entire time I'm seeing Jim Carrey, I'm not seeing him as Robotnik. I'm seeing him as Jim Carrey as a mad scientist. But but Ben Schwartz, who voiced Sonic, I thought he did a good job. And I am looking forward to the future of the film franchise because Sonic 2 is supposed to be in theaters this spring. Mm. And so they have to... It's going to have tails and it was elbows knuckles. Happy Easter. Ooh. <laughs> happy Easter whenever this episode actually comes out. And a happy new year to you too. Oh, thank you. You're welcome. So I'll, my taste with video games, actually, Tommy and I were like reminiscing about this for like the past week, especially um, like when I, when you guys told me to get him on the show and then we had grandma turn 92 last night. So we were like, happy birthday. Happy birthday. Beep birthday. Well, <laughs> when this is recording, she turned 92. Yeah, yes. it might come out she in a month or two. Right I'm yeah. sorry. I'm sorry. No, I'm no, 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 no. We do this all the time. I know. I break continuity every time we're on here. I apologize. I got to get better with maintaining kayfabe. Marvel. We always break our continuity. Trust so is Marvel. But, um, <laughs> so, is Marvel. so with me, it goes back to um, we have family that li- they were born in Saturn, but now they live in New England. So they had they were older than me. So I'm actually not the biggest member of my family. I'm actually third biggest. So feel mm. free to think about that for a second. <laughs> um, they had a Sega Genesis. So I my fir- my first real game was Sonic the Hedgehog two, okay. Green Hill Zone all day. I did play Contra. It is incredibly hard. You would have to enter the Konami code in order to actually play Contra because yep. it was miserable to play. What a great code! Can, yeah. you, can you recite the code? Oh, the, con- the Konami code. Yes. Up, up, down, down, left, right, left, right. Start A B B A start. Oh, I was close. You, you, were, clo- you were close. You were close. When we get later into this, I might actually A-Rod. start. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Later on, when we get into like more deep into like more like mature or modern gaming tastes, um, I'm probably gonna be able to give you a lot of the armor cheats from Grand Theft Auto. <laughs> but so it was that, and then um, I just got big into pro wrestling, as we touched on in the wrestling podcast. And I alluded to this. I started playing the wrestling video games on N64, and my friends had those games. Like Joey was definitely guilty of that. And all I wanted my, in second grade was for me a. Uh, was well, a Nintendo 64, so I had my Nintendo 64 kid moment at Christmas in right. second grade, so that was pretty cool, and we were, I'll elaborate more on that later, but we were off to the races after that. Once the <laughs> N64 and the, po- and the Game Boy and Pokemon came into the house, it was over. Revolution. Hmm. Never played a Pokemon game. <laughs> Seriously? On the Game Boy. Oh. oh. Played Pokemon Stadium. Oh, yeah. yeah. That, that actually was my first Pokemon. Specifically? Number that, two. That, that actually, the first Pokemon Stadium was actually the first Pokemon game I played. I mean, sure, it's a spinoff, but that, that game still has so much value. Lapras was my yes. main. Nice. Ice Beam. Ah, I never beat All day, or day. Got up top of the mountain, and I kept losing. Oh. It was His cow kept beating me. <laughs> that cow Pokemon. Miltank. He kept doing that little. Don't get me started on, on Whitney's Miltank and Gold and, and Silver. He drops like this, and I get like a, and I just And I had like the legendary, you know, I had Zapdos, but I had all of them, and I, they, they died. It was still easier than Pokemon Snap. Pokemon but, Snap. Doing a huddle. Yeah. They're doing a huddle. Doing a huddle. Okay. We should do a huddle too. Yeah, all right. You know, right. Snap was super easy. No, you had all like the you had to take oh, the pictures of the things that it aren't was, actually yeah, Pokemon. The signs. Yeah. Yeah. Oh. You had to now, like oh. summon something. The Mew was a pain in the ass. Oh figure, yes. I never figured out how to get the Mew picture. Never got the Mew picture actually. Oh. Tom, do you actually remember how to get the Mew picture in Snap? Because I don't. I think you might know this. Okay, so first off, you, you had to, you had to unlock the last level in the game, which, which is unlocked by taking pictures of all the signs in the previous levels. Th- then you go to Mew's level, but the entire time you're trying to take a picture of Mew, he, he keeps putting the barrier up, so you have to throw pester balls at him. Mm-hmm. Th- then after enough enough throws, the shield breaks. Then you then you see Mew trying to go back in, into into the shield at the end of the level. Mew. So, so that is a good photo opportunity, even though it you're the, the entire time Mew, Mew is. is has his back turned. Oh. So did you ever beat the game? I did, yes. Okay. 
What a stupid concept for a game. That was amazing. Yeah. I love that People game. People loved it. Yeah. And, and it had a sequel recently, which I enjoyed. I oh. heard. The yes. new one on the Switch is so aesthetically gorgeous, and it's just, yes. if it taps into nostalgia as a kid, it's addicting. You will f- play that game until you beat it in one sitting, and I it's beautiful. I don't have a Switch. Oh. You, I'm surprised because how much you love Smash, you don't have a Switch. I don't have a Wii either. That's true, too. I don't have a, game, don't have a GameCube either. <laughs> You just got casually good whooping us at Smash by playing at all of our friends' houses. That's scary. Never had a Wii, never had a GameCube. Well, my brother had a GameCube. And either way, 64. Corey? I was just saying, I always wanted a Pokemon Snap sequel called Pokemon, comma, Snapped. And it's just like a rated M game where they flip out and realize that they can kill all humans. And they oh just go God. on a murderous rampage. EA Sports. <laughs> it's in the game. It's in the game. Now, Michael. Yes. You mentioned wrestling. Mm-hmm. Tom. <laughs> Yes. You mentioned N64. Yes. Now. I know where this is going. games that we log a lot of hours in over time. WWF, no mercy. No questions asked. I've played that for years. To this day, if it, my 64 is not hooked up anymore. But right. if it was, it was, I would still play it. I made a character. Trash. No. <laughs> Vash. Yeah. was trash originally in, in WrestleMania. 2000. And yeah. then I made it Vash. Stampede. Anyway, that game, I could school anybody, by the way. <laughs> but yes, that one, you could just play Royal Rumble over and again. You could just, I played that so many, because legit, part one, if not the greatest wrestling game of all time. Wait, you're saying over Def Jam Vendetta? Yes. <laughs> wow. Exactly. That was a great game. That was a yeah. wonderful game. Isn't Def Jam Vendetta technically a fighting game built on like a pseudo Mortal Kombat engine? It's not really a wrestling game? Yeah, I think no, so. No, it's a wrestling game. Mm-hmm. It's actual wrestling moves. Yeah. yeah. Yep. Now I got to go find a, uh, an old copy of yeah. Def, Def Jam Vendetta. Did Thank you. Did you play with me? No mercy. You never came over to my house. We played. I have. You whooped me seven ways from Sunday. All right, then there we go. Because <laughs> as a kid, sure. to my shame, I could never learn how to reverse. So I played on normal at most, and you were reversing everything I did. I remember whoever came over my ho- whoever came over my house the past like decade. I always had to play them in No Mercy, even if like they didn't watch mm-hmm. wrestling. I'm like, no, we gotta play this game real quick, and then school them. <laughs> Francesco, didn't you make Fran play as a woman? No, that, that was Fran did that as. Oh yeah, his cousin made him play. Cousin, yeah, cousin. Yeah. Oh yeah, he told he <laughs> they, told that story. They put like Stephanie, one of the divas' move sets on yeah, Fran's on character, him. and he would just walk out like a diva and then slap and. He's <laughs> like, <laughs> hey, Fran. Yeah, he told that on the yeah, podcast. He's yeah, yeah. like, hey, Fran, we made you in this video game. You gotta play. Give me play though. as a girl. Yeah. Other games I see before that I locked a lot of hours in, or games that I must have played the campaign over and over again. Goldeneye. I never beat Goldeneye. Oh, mm. I, oh, I figured you would. Did you I beat Goldeneye? Ha ha! Oh. My how the turntables. Confession, I, I to the say I still have not played through a single player campaign because I I, I, I want to watch the movie first. <laughs> oh god. But 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 so You didn't watch the movie? It's a great movie. I haven't seen My God. I'm I'm ashamed of this. I haven't seen any of the bonds. What? You haven't seen any of the bonds? I have not. I, I, okay, well okay. Right, let him okay, so one day, if I'm ever out to like, I would like to marathon like one one per oh, day, oh, e- okay. even the even that's a lot of movies, but one, one one movie per day. But that's a tall order. But still, just, just like, go, like I know how important the the Bond franchise is to so many people, and yeah, there's so many generations of Bond fans. Like who's I'm the best? behind yeah. yeah, and who's the best Bond? But but it, you can still enjoy them. Well, have you ever seen like Bale Bonds or U.S. Bonds or something like that? I, I, ha- I haven't seen any any of the Barry uh, Bonds, Mag- oh. <laughs> Mag- Magnet Bonds, War Bonds, oh. War Bonds, <laughs> yeah. Uh, oh, yeah, yeah, I know Barry Bonds. <laughs> I was listening to that song this morning, the Kanye song. Here's another hit, yay. Barry Bonds. He's yay. Ha, ha, yeah. ha, I'm not calling him that. He's yeah. not Kanye anymore. No, no, but, not happening. But it's legally that. You have to call him yay. I legally don't have to call him anything. <laughs> what, does he want everyone to be happy when he comes in the room? Yay, he's yay. here. There's no law that says I have yay. to call him yay. Yay. I'll call him Wayne if I want. Call him yeah. Bob. 
Yeah. Bye. Right. So like, like in regards to, to GoldenEye and no, no Mercy, like the Nintendo 64, it's home to a lot of essential titles that mean so much to so many people, especially the multiplayer games. Because N64 multiplayer, you can never go wrong with that. Not to mention, nope. not to mention many of the games on the N64's library. Those are among, those are widely regarded as many of the best games of all time. Mm-hmm. Well, like I was saying, N64 games that I've logged a lot of hours in, just like No Mercy, Mario Kart 64. Nice. Play that. Or yeah. I just loved it. I was always DK. <laughs> but loved it. I played every like just it doesn't get old. Yeah. What about what about Diddy Kong Racing? I never beat it. I liked Diddy Kong Racing Diddy. Racing better. better. I never beat it. I got stuck. <laughs> I, oh, I had fucking... the mountain like three fourths completed. Oh, the vampire and pig. And then I got stuck. Whiz pig. Whiz pig. One of the Whiz hardest pig, boss yeah. fights ever. I, I, I never one day I should go back. Yeah. Star Fox. Yes, yes, I love that game so much. Freaking, and then even as I got older, I, I got better, so I got to yeah. the world that I never went to. Mm-hmm. Like, oh my god, yeah, I'm in this planet. I did the same thing. Fantastic. And then I remember as a kid, like, yeah. you beat it. It's like, oh, Andra, oh, Andros? Andros? Andros, Andros, yes. Andros. He's a robot. But then you beat it legit. Like, oh, wait, no, that's real Andros. He's got eyeballs and everything. He's not a robot. Oh, my God, that's I beat st- it for real. That's still the stuff of my nightmares. That's, that's the real it's, stuff. It's even worse than the 3DS remaster. <laughs> it's a, that's a great game. And even multiplayer yeah. in general, 64. Yes. Except when you cheat when you look at the other screens. Like, hi, I see you. Cardboard box. Stop cheating. Mm-hmm. Um, Balloons. Box, that was my favorite. That was my favorite battle game Love in that Mario, uh, Kart. Yeah. Mario Kart. Yep. Yeah. Okay, but, but what about single player games like Super Mario 64, which is Love one of my all time favorites, and, and, and of course, Legend of Zelda: Ocarina of Time. Never played a Zelda game in my life. Oh come on! I've only played one. Which one? Wind Waker. That's a good one. That's a good one to play. I've only, never beat it. I've only played, played the original. Never oh. played any. That was like essential. Like you know, they say like certain television is, is essential view. <laughs> Stop doing that. It, we went along with what I said, though. <laughs> no, but like... It was like, I'm too cool to play Zelda. <laughs> says you. Joe's reaction to that was hilarious, and your reaction before and Mike didn't call on you for a wrestling game was also hilarious. Oh, that was... <laughs> I know. I was like, wow, way to feel left out. Uh, <laughs> yeah, like, Paul, Paul's look at me, it was can just I, priceless. Can I clarify that? Because I didn't realize it, because I, I dart my eyes around the room for some reason when I talk, so I sometimes I miss things. <laughs> I do that too. So I said, "You, you guys got me." You guys I just picture Mike's eyes <laughs> like dart. Could that be the thumbnail for the episode instead of your logo? <laughs> oh my, uh, we don't have thumbnails. That's the picture. This That's Mike's face. free uh, swag picture. <laughs> the guy said, "Make your best free stuff pace, uh, pace, pace, free stuff pace, pace maker." Yeah. Mentos, the pacemaker. You, the, the guy said, maker. Eat sports. <laughs> it's in the game. <laughs> Can I to clarify that statement, Mr. Councilman, as I testify here <laughs> among the Senate Committee of uh, Honesty and Ethics? Um, when I we were talking about like the origins of video game fandom, and unfortunately, Paulie, I didn't meet you then. I unfortunately I knew Joey ten years longer than I knew you. He said, "Unfortunately, I knew Why? Joey for that long." <laughs> yeah, <laughs> don't, don't, don't take that the wrong yeah, way. I don't know that's bad to me. Or I wish I met Paul before I met Joe. <laughs> <laughs> it's not a contest. <laughs> Mike, I love you. I love you too, brother. <laughs> Mike, you just give us great content, man. We love it. Just keep it going, man. Just be you. Do you want me on the show, or am I just a giant meme machine? I'm running. I'm really starting to question it. Okay, to, to, to be fair, you, you guys really wouldn't be here if it wasn't for Mike, though. Let's no, be honest. Don't say that. Oh. I, I, I don't mean that. To, I, I, I mean, oh. I, I mean that out of the most sincere Shit. respect. I, I don't mean that in a bad way no, at all. Good. Contentious statement. You, 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 oh man. I'm calling Zeppi on this one. You're walking home. It's okay. I knew Corey before Mike because Giuseppe's oh. grad party. Yes. Yeah. Oh, yes. I was one of two juniors invited to that party. I felt like a cool kid. I thought you were going to say I was one of two Jews. I'm like, you're Jewish? <laughs> <laughs> no, Jewish, Jewish. Canceled. Oh, yeah. yeah. Jewish. 
Joe's Joe with G-I-U. Yeah, and his cousin Joe also. Who's, yeah. His, yeah. His name in my phone is G-I-U still to this day. G-I-U. So <laughs> no, when I... when I surprised no one's ever thought of that. <laughs> no. Hey, hey Siri, call Jew, and people look at him like I'm crazy. Oh, my God. <laughs> we gotta, I, I, I'll write that down. <laughs> That's a good skit. Okay. Yeah, we gotta go now. G-I-U. Okay. Like, uh, okay. So he's literally putting this in a notebook right now. Yeah. And Joey's yeah. probably gonna write a big X through it like cancel. We're gonna do that for a Christmas episode. <laughs> oh no. Daddy, what tour do you want? Little Timmy, what tour do you want? G.I. Joe! Does it have does it have attachable curls? Oh my god. Oh my right, god. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Well it's unorthodox. Is he gonna oh my god? Oh my god. <laughs> I didn't go that far, okay? Listen. I make things worse. <laughs> How good is the editing process? Is this is going to be fun? <laughs> None. We're, not, we're going to keep it on cut. Uh-huh. That's, That's why people love us, though. What system, yeah. what system will that video game port be on? Series X. Gamecast. Gamecast. Ooh, yeah. No one cares about that. I got Gamecast. 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 Corey, would you learn to shoot like that, man? Grand Theft Auto. Three... Son. Speaking of Grand Theft Auto 3, Corey, Ooh, yes. oh, here we go. that is a franchise that I have logged many, many hours in. And not just because I beat it only once. <laughs> that's a game where you could even have, you don't have to beat it. Mm. You just play it. It's a sandbox. It's a free world. You just drive around, you just do things, and it's just, I can play that over, not even, when I say over and over again, I don't mean the campaign. I just, just put it on. Put it in the disc. And GTA 3 started all for me. Probably mentioned the past episode, but like that, you just, Drive around. A lot of hours in that game franchise. I've only played four. I know. I keep telling four is great, by the way. Mm-hmm. A teacher at work, Mike, said he doesn't like... Uh, he's like, oh, four is underrated, which, but, but I hate the DLC. was terrible. I'm like, stop yourself right there, because I know. Because that DLC is probably one of the best DLCs. Wait, is that Battle of Gay Tony? Yes. Wasn't that one of the highest rated yes. DLCs and ever? Lost and Damned. And Lost and Damned is fantastic. I'm like, he's like, yeah, great game, number four, but... It's, it's considered bad because no one likes it because the DLC was terrible. I'm like, who says that? Okay, so I have a lot of things wrong with that statement, and I do have a great GTA 4 story that I think Corey will definitely remember. So we'll talk about that in a little bit. This is for you, Howie. <laughs> so Mandel, I completely dis- no, I not completely different Howie. Uh, okay, Howie Mandela, Nelson Mandela effect. Wait, wait. Hey, Mandela. I heard what I said, Mandela. And what console is that video game adaption on? (laughs) Yeah, yeah, exactly. Gamecast as well. The end gauge. Howie Mandela. No, isn't the uh, Okamo Game Spear? (laughs) (laughs) The Okamo Game Spear from Drake and Josh? (laughs) Oh, no. no, Oh, yeah. Not Star Park. Drake and Josh were just the Game Spear. Drake and Josh just had the Game Spear. Oh, yeah. That was a great episode. Howie. Yeah. Yeah, Mike. So, so building, because GTA was definitely one of the. GTA. GTA. It's in the game. <laughs> GTA and Halo. Could you shut up and let Mike speak. <laughs> Hold on, Paul. Guys, you've you've rehabbed me. I am no longer the interrupter. <laughs> Paul has taken my powers. Oh my god! How was GTA? It's in the game. Oh, how the okay. turns have tabled. If I want to interrupt him, I'd be like, "All right, Corey, move on." This is, uh, this what is... system did you think? See, that's what me interrupting <laughs> Michael. On. This is like the lazy Susan of conversations. <laughs> <laughs> This is usually how our podcasts go. <laughs> your podcast is usually how a night drinking beer in one of our backyards goes. It's just a live mic. <laughs> Good point. No, you're Mike. Okay. <laughs> Stupid. Okay. So GTA 4, just to, just to sharpen that knife a little bit before I stick it in someone's ribs. No one got that reference, Dark Knight Rises? Yes. Uh, Thank you. So Spit in my mouth. <laughs> it is for Alfred. <laughs> Topic. So... 
that DLC is the reason I got an Xbox 360. So when we were, I was always like, I had an N64. Okay, I had an Xbox, I had a, and I had a PlayStation 2, and I thought, you know, I got it. These consoles are expensive. I feel bad asking my my family for both. Let's make a choice. I could get Halo, the wrestling games, Tony Hawk, and GTA all on the same console. But the main thing that broke the, that made the deal for me was that at E3 that year, and E3 is a very big deal in, game, in video gaming culture. Yes. They said that Grand Theft Auto 4 is getting downloadable episodes, which eventually became Lost and Damned and Ballad of Gay Tony, exclusively on the Xbox for like a year. So GTA 4 came out when we were juniors in high school. I'll get to that story in a second. When we were in February, Lost and the Damned came out. Which was phenomenal because like I was just ending wrestling season, so we were going like if I wasn't with you guys, I would go and play Lost in the Damned. Then when we were freshmen at in community college in September, we got I believe or October. That's when we got Ballad of Gay Tony. So the last two years of high school for me were characterized by GTA Four in those episodes. But just to put it in perspective, for about forty dollars between the two of them, I think the sticker price was like twenty dollars each. You got more value in those downloadable contents than you did in most AAA sixty-hour games at the time. Oh yeah. 100%. You, thanks to you, you you let me borrow your GTA 4 I Game remember. of the Year edition. Yeah. And the, 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 legit, the DLC was so fun. Especially, like, and the missions that Gay Tony had, like, they were so, you know, you're in a plane, you're dropping out of the sky, you're doing that. I'm like, this is awesome. Like, why, like, For anyone who doesn't know, that is actually the character's name. Gay Tony, yes. Yeah. Just in case he anybody out there does not know. He came back, GTA 5. Yeah, he's in, he's in, the, uh, he's in the nightclub's DLC. <laughs> so... What, what Paul brought up great was that those games, what those DLC packs is that they added to the game, they kind of redefined what DLC could be. So GTA 4 was very like, a, it was like the American dream and how it's like the greatest trick that was ever played on, like the American subconscious, stuff like that. The, it was a very like gritty, realistic game for the recession time period. It came out in 08. Then you had um, Lost in the Dam, which is basically a sense of a, their version of Sons of Anarchy in New York, which is awesome, too, in its own right. But Battle of Gay Tony, so four years before GTA 4, you had Grand Theft Auto San Andreas, which is one of the best open-world sandboxes ever to the point where 17 years later, you could still play that game and it holds up. Battle of Gay Tony took all the stuff that was taken out of 4 to make it more realistic from San Andreas and put it back in, like jumping out of airplanes, stealing um, subway cars with magnetic cranes. And it was the ultimate paradise for so Someone who had grown up like we did on Grand Theft Auto, and they did it in HD, and they did it at a value because it was twenty bucks for Ballad of Gay Tony. That's insane to me. Yeah. The the thing with well, actually, you know, Mike, before you start that, do you want to tell the story for the Grand Theft Auto Four? Thank you. So, uh, to play an M-rated game where we are, you need to be seventeen. Luckily, my father, you know, to his credit, would go to Game Champ over here. It was called Game Champ. It was not Game Spot, and, and he would res- he would reserve them for me. And I remember Stop. you. You would get a white slip with it was a red background and it had the price like twenty like fifty uh forty nine ninety nine whatever and it's like pick up this day. Like this is back this is before pre order bonuses. It was legitimately they would ship the amount of copies that were pre ordered and maybe a hundred extra, and if you didn't pre order it, you didn't get it. Right. So with GTA four, I reserved it at the GameStop in the mall, and I remember doing the math because they kept delaying it. It was supposed to come out in April and I was still sixteen. It came out it came out it came out in time. I'm, I'm sorry. It's supposed to come out in October, and I was still 16. It came out in April of that year, where I was 17. So I remember telling Corey we were on the junior trip to Boston, which was an awesome freaking trip. Yes, it was. That could be a podcast in itself, like especially if we can get some old friends back for that. Yeah, I agree. Me and Joe will just sit here and a lot, a lot yeah, 100 ironing and pa- <laughs> for the people who know that if you listen to this, and I do miss you guys, and I love you, iron, ironing and powdered donuts are all I need to say yes. about that. Oh, 100. <laughs> but so 
the whole way on the bus, I'm talking about um, Grand Theft Auto 4. I can't wait to play it and all this stuff. And I like even the teachers, like some, we had some younger teachers on that trip and they were like talking about it. And Corey, I don't know if it was the day after we got back or the day or, or like two days later, but as soon as we got off the bus, I went, I got the, uh, I went to the mall. I picked it up. I paid with my own money. It was the first M-rated game I bought with my own money. They checked my ID. It was like buying, it's like when you buy beer legally for the first time. <laughs> and I lost myself in a rabbit hole like it was Christmas of second grade again, and I just got my first video game console. Mm. Nice. Yeah, well, that day, so we were talking about the whole time. So I had it pre-ordered also, the GameStop, by me yes. in Newdorp. And my mom picked it up for me while we were coming back home from the Boston trip. So when I got home that night, I already had GTA 4 at home waiting for me. Yeah. And that night, I was up until like almost 3 in the morning playing that game. So I had just come back from like a three-day Boston trip or whatever, fucking exhausted. And I was up until 3 o'clock in the morning playing this game. And I went to school like three hours later. I was on my way to school again. And just to add, like, you know, like Corey kind of like teased me up. But I tried to put like the cherry on the Sunday, so we went to school the next day exclusively to talk about our GTA Four experiences. And then I took my mother, being an educator, I loved that she always did this to me. I was like, Mike, you know, you're doing the right thing. You could take a mental health day. I stayed home the next day after I saw Corey. I played GTA Four <laughs> all day, and then I came back a day later and we talked even more about it. Yeah, nice. He jumped leagues ahead of me, as you can imagine, having a whole day off. <laughs> it was, but again, like that's the stuff. Like you know, it's funny when Grand Theft Auto Five came out, and I'll end my tangent here. That was the most recorded unexcused sick days in a long time. People were taking off the day of that game to stay home and play it. Good excuses. I believe that. Yeah. Well, I, I believe that Paul would do that too. What for GTA Five? Just play all day. I legit like me, Roy, Giuseppe. Yeah, even Zombie. French. We would no French. No French would play. Me occasionally, play but you occasionally. We would legit stay. Up, I would. Had work the next morning. I was just five, six in the morning. Would you say that was your most hours locked into a game? Or just in general? In general? Because of online. Okay. Are we including online? Uh, yes, that's what, yeah, that's what I was GTA going for. 5, online. Yeah. I'm, yeah. I, that's legit the most online game I've ever played in my life. Do you remember that one night we were all hanging out? Yep. And, yep. You want to tell that one real quick? It's just it's a funny little anecdotal... Yeah, because Dom's going to listen to the story. Of, of course, 100%. Yeah. We were at Dom's house... Dom, will you hear this? Oh, wait, you won't. Go ahead, Paul. <laughs> he invited us all out. We all, you know, we all, he was wanted to hang out. I was like, all right, whatever. He invited us over. And, you know, the night was getting, it was like 10 o'clock. I don't know. Like, yeah. And it was in my phase of playing GTA 5 online. Like, I was like in the phase, like, really, like, every day, every night, come home from work, GTA 5 online. GTA, like, we always, me, Roy, Giuseppe's up, like, all right, when you get home, boom. I'm like, oh, you got it. So we're hanging out. And like, oh, I'm getting antsy. I'm like, hey, you know, I should be home playing GTA. And me and Fran were, uh, you know, we look at each other, like, do you want to? Want to, want to go home and and play? He's like, all right. And I'm like, all right, Dom, we're leaving. He's like, what the hell? What the? Like, we're gonna go play. And we went home. And we How long times. were you hanging out? I don't know, a couple hours. But okay. Yeah. <laughs> and legit, we we went home and we played. But they went home to go hang out with each other online, which was the was hilarious thing. thing, you know. We were playing. I think we were playing at Dom's house. I think we were playing his GTA. I'm like, you know what? Oh, it's a good point. I want to go yeah. home and play on mine now. Yeah, that was going on. You are correct. I'm going to fly my DeLorean. <laughs> Sounds like a societal issue, but who cares? <laughs> <laughs> we live in a society where ditching your friends to play online is acceptable. Isn't that right? Batman. Speaking of Rockstar. Oh, here we go. I knew this was coming, baby. Do you know what I'm going to say? I was... I, are Take you, a guess. Oh, no, I don't want Take you to feel like I'm taking your thunder. Take a guess. <laughs> I want to see if you're right. Hello, my name is John Marston. All right, he's right. Okay, yeah. 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 Of course. Job, Nicely done. Red Dead Redemption. That's another game where, not even online, because it's just that's a game, open world. You could the game's already beaten. You just want to play. You just want to ride my horse, shoot some people. It's phenomenal. See the see the see the mountains. <laughs> you know. It's beautiful. 
Kid Rock said it best. I want to be a cowboy, baby. I would always go into the saloon and like just have my guns ready. Corey, remember the, the game Gun? Just like that. Like I would go in the I saloon. Love that game. It's a great game. I would go in the saloon, get my guns ready, and just shoot it up. And then you know you get like the wanted stars and all that. And but the saloon, you're so like I don't know why my walking just came out. You would uh saloon. Saloon. Uh, you're, you're you're secluded. Like no one really can get you. Yeah. And so you go upstairs and. I was throwing dynamite, mm-hmm. shotgunning heads off. I'm like, nobody can get me. And I just, bodies were piling up. Yep. Like, I'm in, like, the, the hallway in the back of the saloon, like, in the office area. And, like, the CPU is so stupid. They just, oh, yeah. They just come in, like, one at a time. All right, who's in here? Boom. You know, shotgun you. All right, who's in here? Boom, shotgun. Oh, I'm going to go get him too. And the, the pile just kept, you know, Rockstar kept is getting more advanced with their graphics, so the bodies don't disappear now. And they just kept piling up. And I'm like, wow, that's a lot of bodies. It's just fun game. What have I done? What have I done? EA Sports. It's in the game. It's in the game. They didn't make that. I know. So I guess in the spirit... All right, so I have a couple other games that I want. I wanted to get to, but I guess in the spirit of Rockstar, I will stick to this for one game. In particular, that wasn't even on my list, but I'm going to bring it up now anyway. Uh, there's another Rockstar game that is my favorite Rockstar game of all time. That is one that hasn't been mentioned. Bully. Is that what you're going to say? Warriors come out and play. Okay, I, for, I forgot they made that. You are correct though, Paul. It never is bully. Played that, never played that either. It is bully. That's my favorite Rockstar game it. ever. I forgot they made the Warriors game. Phenomenal game, by the way. I would love to play both. Bully was bully's if they my favorite. Them, I would love to, and I would play them. So, uh, to my shame, and Corey knows this, but I'm going to remind him because like I, me and him have bonded over talking about the Warriors. I never played Bully. Ah, uh, Bully is a great game. Bully is the high school version of Grand Theft Auto, pretty much. Ooh. Yeah, like open world. Yeah, it's nowhere near. Oh, as, it's it's not. No, no. You can go out into the town. Oh my god! There's like other. Pl- yeah, yeah. It's like you're literally like a teenage kid in a prep school, and it's just there's just different like gangs within the school you have to fight. That's there's so many missions. Know, it's, it's you such do. like I know people always they always say like it's such like a, a cult classic game. It like, is. It, uh, they want a sequel so yeah. bad, and like my, my uh, remaster it. I want to play it. Courtney <laughs> and I spent long periods of time playing that game, and then. I would play in sequential summers. I would yeah. just play Bully. And it's, it's it's sectionalized in terms of seasons. So you can play it all year round. Yeah. Like, there's a Halloween season where it's all autumn. Oh, that's awesome. And then it goes to winter, and you can play in the wintertime. So it's like a year-round game, pretty much. That's like GTA Five Online. When <coughs> wintertime, snow is there. Oh. Uh, Santa Claus is flat. Legit. Like, I like that. Rockstar knows how to do seasonal yes. yep. things. You get fireworks on the 4th of July. Yeah. You do. Yeah. I'd like to point out that that, that, that I have always respected Rockstar as a publisher, you know, maybe because I, w- I watched my play GTA over the years, which I probably shouldn't have, but hey, it, it, yeah. it, 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 it's, a, it's a game, who cares? Who we are. But, but yeah, huge respect for, Ro- for Rockstar because they always go all out when it comes to their major releases. They put so much attention to detail and all, all the biggest and all the smallest things because it's not just a game. Like, th- th- this, is, this, is some, this is something so major that it, it's, it's one of those like surreal experiences that you really just can't help but marvel at because of because of how much they put out all, all the shots for it. I mean, they take years to make a single, a single game. game. Yes. How yeah. long has GTA Five been out? Twenty thirteen. And it's been on three three systems, yeah. you know, three generations, mm-hmm. and it's still yeah. going strong. Yep. It's still mm-hmm. like the top five most bought games. Yeah, that's it's one, insane. It's one of the biggest sellers. Mm-hmm. To put that in perspective, GTA Five is as old as it took for them to make Red Dead Redemption Two. It took yep. them eight years to make Red Dead Redemption Two. Got delayed twice. Wait, Grand Theft Auto Five is only eight years old. Yeah, so, yeah. September seventeenth, twenty thirteen, and I remember that because it's my mother's birthday. Mm. Wow, I know it's more birthday. Old than that. I mean, oh. it's still eight years. No, ago. no, hundred percent. And it's yeah. still like on three, yeah. jet, three. Consoles, yeah, that's amazing. That's really insane. Is PS3, there, I mean, PS3, PS4. 
Not PS5 at all. Well, if you look at what they did with GTA 5, it's actually very, um, I think it's like intelligent and also kind of like very like brave. Very similar to The Last of Us, it was like considered the best game of its generation. It came out towards the end of the console life mm. lifespan. So then PS4 came out. And I think I was more excited for the PS4 re-release of GTA V than I was waiting to get the collector's edition at midnight at a GameStop in upstate New York when I was away at college for Grant, for the PS3 release of Grand Theft Auto V. I'm glad I never got PS3 version of yeah. GTA V. Yeah, yeah. So a lot of people said that, like, I was smart of me to wait because I got the updated version. And now think about yeah. it. Think about it. We have the PlayStation 5, especially in the Xbox, the newer Xbox, it's like having a gaming PC hooked up to a 4K television. Mm -hmm. And they're putting GTA 5 on that. So that, and Paul said it's 100% correct. It's still one of the most profitable games in the world right now. It's original release eight years ago had a billion dollars in revenue. That's like, a, like, that's unheard of. That's for like a video game. Yes, exactly. Mm -hmm. Rockstar games, whether, whether you agree or, with, or not with what they do, at the end of the day, they're the reasons video game are, Video games are considered cultural events. Video games are cinematic art that you get to play. Absolutely. Red Dead Redemption 2, to me, is better than most movies. <laughs> like, yeah. like it's, it's, uh, it's honestly, it's like Tommy said it best, it's a very special thing that we got to like grow up and watch this publisher do what it does. It's kind of like being able to say we saw Iron Man 1 and then the way we were smiling at the end of Endgame. <laughs> mm. That's oh, a good yeah. analogy. GTA 5 was my first PS4 game. So I, bought the, I bought the PS4 with the... With the bundle? You bought no, the bundle? No, like I bought it and I added the game in my car because Roy and my other friend Izzy was like, get the game, get the, you know, get it because there's a story when I told about getting a free PS4. I don't remember if you told that on This on is a great story. I can't remember. I know you've told us in the past. Do, do I say it now or do I, there's no point? Fuck it, just say it. Uh, 2016, fall 2016, I needed a new phone and Best Buy was like, hey, we'll give you 600 bucks or no, 300 bucks. Mm -hmm. If you... Uh, Get their new Android, whatever. I'm like, okay, cool. You buy it online, whatever, cool. Bloop, bloop, bloop. I go in there person, the lady's like, and the, and the VR, which mm. I never used at this time. Uh, she's like, no, that's only online. You can't do it in person. I'm like, Ugh. so I went home, added a cart, boom, bought it, went there in person. Another person was like, no, you could have just bought it in person. What's the big deal? I'm like, <laughs> fine. But when I did it online, I got the $300 gift card Again. email. Oh. But I didn't yeah. get it yet. They're like, oh, you're not going to get it. It's going to be canceled. I'm like, oh, all right, fine. When I bought it in person, I got the physical card. I'm like, all right, cool, 300 bucks. Next day hits. I got the email of the 300 dollars. So I got $600. Yeah. For Best Buy. And right. I'm like, oh my God. So and you already, next yeah, day, you already got your phone. My brother's like, get the PS4 right now. I'm like, all right. <laughs> Click PS4 in the car, picked it up, and I felt like I was robbing them. I was like, all right, thank you. Because you did. I thank you for the PS4. And I just walked out with GTA. Just That's great. PS4, legit. You literally grinned the thought of you grinned the thought. And yeah, three hundred bucks, legit. Three hundred bucks. Paul entered awesome. the Paul entered the money cheat and robbed the store for free. <laughs> Nico Bellic would be proud. That is their, their fault. We're not canceling the gift card. Yeah, they were somebody. They somebody fucked up. Anywho, Michael. Yes, my friend. Actually, you know what? I'm gonna take it. I'm gonna take my time. Joe. Yeah. Oh. We haven't heard from you in a while. No. I was gonna do that. I was gonna do that. You said a game before, but we'll go back to that. That's fine. Take your time. I haven't heard from you. Any, You're right. Uh, I know you haven't played games in like 27 years. Yeah. But, it's been a long time. Yeah. You know, is there a game franchise yeah, that it, you logged a lot of hours on? Yes. And played over and over. Yes. Again? My cousin Nick and I, growing up, uh, probably logged the most hours playing the Crash Bandicoot franchise. Oh, oh nice. Every game. Um, but most notably, specifically, um, did you guys play Crash Bash? For no. PS1. No. no. None of you did. Please tell us about Crash Bash. One? It's basically no, Crash Bandicoot Mario CTR. Party. Oh. Yes. Wait, what's Crash Bash? Uh, yeah, got it, Tommy. It's basically Crash Bandicoot Mario Party. Yeah. Really? I've never heard of this so game before. The game is. Hold on. I'm Wait. drinking Sweepies. Um, Paul has to do the sound effect for Joe yeah. drinking yeah. his, uh, yeah, yeah. his Sweepies. <laughs> 
Is that what Joe sounds like when he drinks three pieces? That's not what I sound like at all. Anyway. That's another sound. You can get up. So, oh, okay. everybody knows Mario Party for the most part. It's pretty much, you know. Watch out for the axe. Yeah, watch out for the axe. The spray axe? Shh. No, yeah. the axe under the bed. We, we got to oh. show him the armory. He's never seen the armory. Um, we'll show him later. Show him the knife. The, um, so everybody everybody here and most people listening know Mario Party, right? So Mario Party is, you know, you pick your characters, and then it's basically just... Go ahead, Tommy. You fucking describe it better than me. It's also the game that ruins friendships. Oh, yeah. Well, so is I've Uno. I've never played a Mario Party in my life. Really? Uh, that's okay. amazing to me. And, and it's a game where Luigi wins by doing absolutely nothing. nothing. Why, yeah. Luigi? So, Tom, <laughs> real quick, just explain, because you could do it better than me. <laughs> just explain Mario Party for people who don't fucking know anything about anything. No offense to those people. <laughs> okay. Yeah, Mario Party, starting it. It's uh, the first three games are on Tennessee 4. You pick your you pick your favorite Mario characters. You go you go on you go on a game board. At, at the end, of, everyone takes their turn. Then you play through these mini games. You compete to get the most coins and then the most stars. And there are times where you can steal stars from other players. And you know how that's going to turn out at the end of the day. <laughs> yeah. So everybody just hates each other. But basically, it's just... Go ahead, Mike. No, I'm sorry, because I raised my hand before you continued no, off fine. of his thought. Um, could we do a Twitch watch-along of us playing Mario Party as a group? Well, we would need Twitch, but yes, one day <laughs> when that happens... I'm just trying to push you guys into the realm of video, because you are so talented and the world needs to see this. Oh, and then no. we watch Twitches. And then we can watch Twitches on Twitches. On People Twitches. We can watch Impact no, Wrestling on Twitch while Disney playing on Twitch. T and Tamara Twitch movie. Oh, that came up on my Disney Plus yesterday. There you go. Yeah. <laughs> I didn't watch it because I watched Phantom and Netflix instead. But so, so Joey Mario nice. Party. Yeah. Well, let's talk about Crash Bash. Well, yeah, oh, but I'm getting into that. Ah. So Mario Party is basically just like you pick a character, you go through a little maze board, and then you get stars and coins, and you play mini games. Yes. Crash Bash. The only true similarity is the fact that majority of the levels are based on mini games, mm-hmm. but there's still an overarching story with bosses, just like any other Crash Bandicoot mm-hmm. game. So basically. You pick your characters, good or evil, whatever, and then you play through the mini games. And at the end of each warp room, there's a boss, based off of one of the mini mini games. So, why did we log so much time on this? Well, back as kids, you know, before the internet was a thing, and you know, before like you could watch people do walkthroughs and like play the whole games, and they show you how to like beat certain levels and stuff. Um, for anybody who knows Crash Bandicoot, um, after the first Crash Bandicoot, there was always a, um, like, oh, if you get everything in the game, you get all the crystals, you get all the gems, blah, 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 you get mm-hmm. 100%, right? After the first game, there was always more. Like, if you 100%ed Crash Bandicoot after the first one, you didn't complete the game yet. There, there's, yeah. there's a higher percentage. There's more shit to do. Yes. So, uh, the most infamous one is Crash Bandicoot 3 Warped. In order to actually get full... Full Wall China. Yes. In order to get the complete game, is like 105% after you collected all the gems and all the crystals and all the color gems. And Go ahead, Tommy. You, you, you also had to go to specific areas in certain levels to unlock the secret levels. Right, yeah. It was a whole bunch of shit like that. So now, Crash Bash was a little more straightforward than that, but for whatever reason, um, after you beat... So there's four warp rooms, right? With four bosses. So normally, under a regular game, you know, you beat that and the game's over. Not in this game, apparently. <laughs> there was a secret fifth warp room. That, again, in modern times, everybody knows about this now. But back in, like, 2000 when this game came out, you know, and there was no internet to, like, know these things. Like, me and my cousin were playing, and we beat the game. And then it was like, hey, go to the fifth warp room now. And we'd, like, share our pants. We're like, what, what do you mean, go to the fifth warp room now? What the hell is this? So it turns out, this specific game, Crash Bash, in order to beat the entire game completely, it was 200%. This fifth warp room 
forced you to go back and do get literally everything in the entire game, just like all the other Crash Bash games, but there was so much. And it the specific extra items that you had to go back and like play different variations of the mini games to get like certain things. It was it was like way too much. And like wow. my cousin and I never did it. And there were certain levels that were only specific to the fifth warp room. So like all right, so like I'll, I'll just explain a little more. So the main mini games, it was like four main video games, um, four main main mini games, like based on like what they were. Like one one was like you throw bo- boxes at your opponents to like damage them. Another one was like you're riding on polar bears, you got to knock each other off like the little thing. Um, another one you're on like a pogo stick and you got to like paint the area and like make squares and like get points like that. And then there was another one, but like every. Warp Room, they added, like, an extra game. Like, one game was, like, a tank game where you had to, like, blow each other up using fucking tanks and shit. There were levels in this extra Warp Room that didn't... that only were in that extra Warp Room. So, like, my cousin and I were getting to the point where, like, we were getting this far and, like, we couldn't even get to these other levels. Like, there's certain levels that we never even... To this day, we've never even played. Like, I've only watched videos online because we couldn't get that far. Because it got to the point where... In order to unlock one of these levels in this extra warp room, like you needed like this many crystals, this many gems, this many trophies, and it's like we couldn't fucking do it because the way they worked it out is each mini game, the the to beat it in general, you get a trophy, right? And then in order to get the gem and the crystal after that, and a relic after that, they like change something about each mini game specific for that specific one. Whether it's like uh, your opponent starts with more points than you and you have to beat them, or it's like uh, you get this handicap on you. It's like you have this. It's like whatever. It was brutal. It was absolutely. T- Tommy, you know, you, you never. You said you never played, right? I, but you know what I mean. Yeah, I don't mean because Crash has always been like a, a very challenging franchise. Very challenging franchise. This game and like I, because I, I know they they rebooted the original trilogy and they rebooted um, yep. uh, Crash Team Racing. If they ever rebooted this. Yep. I don't even know if I want to pick it up because yep. I can't imagine we'll do it how fucking difficult I'm down it to would try. be. Yeah, but but a quick 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 question: mm-hmm. did, did did you did you have a game guide for this or or did it not have no. a game guide? I'm sure it did, but oh. I didn't have it. So like I'm just playing it and I'm just like, all right, I know the concept. I got to get all the trophies. Yep. I got to get all the gems. I got to get all the crystals. I got to go back and get all the relics to unlock all these all these extra levels in the in the fifth warp room. And and of course before before we had walkthroughs telling us what to do, we we had game guides. But yeah. Most most of the time that they were useful. Well, depending on depending on who actually printed it, right? And make sure, they made sure the information yeah. was factual. Like I used to for like for like video games. I like growing up, I used to go on Cheat Code Central, the website, and oh, like wow. get cheat codes. But like to my knowledge, unless I'm I'm not remembering correctly, I don't think Crash Bash had any cheats. It was basically just you play the fucking game and you just have to do it. Yeah, probably. If I if I missed this in the beginning of your story, I apologize. Mm-hmm. So, so Crash Bash, you're saying you're playing with your cousin? Is yes. it was multiplayer game? Yeah. Yes. So you could play up to four people, but the campaign mode, yeah. you could do single or you could do two people. Mm. Is that the only, I guess, for sure, the Crash Team Racing? Are those only two multiplayer Crash games? I don't know if the other Crash Bandicoot games L- were multiplayer. Later on down the line, you know, with newer consoles and mm. newer features and stuff, like, yeah. But, like, back then in the original PS1 days, mm. yeah, not counting Crash Team Racing, I think this was the first game that you could technically multiplayer. Wow. Yeah, and it, it, it was interesting because, like, you could either, again, like, you could, you could play the whole thing by yourself or you could play with two people, like, as your tag team, which could make certain games easier, but it could also make certain games harder. Wow. Kind of a double-edged sword. Yeah, a little bit. The pro, the pro outweighed the cons, but, like, we logged so many hours, so many hours to the point where, like, I can't remember the last time we did it, but I want to say we were 
easily in our twenties. Like we you know, we got together, right? Because it was like you know, like a you know, family, like a holiday. It was like Christmas or something. And we looked at each other and we were just like, Is "Your PlayStation still hooked up? <laughs> <laughs> you still got your memory card? Yeah, I do. Want to try to continue Crash Bash? Yeah, all right. And like, we were still playing it, and we still couldn't get past where we where we were. I love it. One day you'll. One day, I don't know, man. Okay. So- uh, that's one hell of a story, and c- considering how challenging and, frankly, blood-curling that sounded. Look, oh, brutal. Yeah. <laughs> okay. But in all seriousness, like, would you be open open to, like, doing it again, whether it be continuing from the left off or, God forbid? A thousand percent. God forbid starting all over again? Well, here's the thing. So, I still have my original game file saved on my original PS1 memory card. Nice. Which I still own. Unfortunately, the... Oldest system I still have is PS2, and I don't think that memory card functions on that system. I can't remember. It's been that many years. Because it wasn't a standard PS1. It was one of those third-party ones where you had like different oh. pages and you could save more data. Yeah, I don't think that'll I work. I don't think it works, and I can't remember if it does. So if that's the case, no, I would have to start from scratch. Which is gonna suck because my reflex is probably not as tight, and I probably cannot <laughs> g- even get to the point I was at to begin with. Wait, you just need a PS One. I would need a PS One. Well, maybe you I have one. PS One. So then um, I would yeah. have to bring my memory card and my cousin to Paul's house. Because <laughs> I sold. Like steal. I sold my PS One. Easier if I bring my. Oh, PS1. oh yeah, 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 yeah. Probably would be Like, why are there two guys? <laughs> why are there two guys here? Yeah, you that's all right. That'd be the start of our Twitch. Uh, Franchise. All right, okay. guys, we're gonna play yeah, Crash Bash. We're gonna try to. House, uh, we're, we're gonna try to two hundred percent this. Oh no, it's impossible. Uh, uh, except, it. Except, oh, except, oh, oh, oh damn. Right. This is easy. Hey, Mr. Valentino. Yeah. <laughs> so I'm the kind of guy who who wants wants to play through through a game to, to, to do whatever I can, whether it be comp- finishing it or completing it, because those are two different things. And and I, I can still get enjoyment out of it. It's, so, some games like I wouldn't replay because they were either challenging or or you know like once was enough. But there are other games that that I would I wouldn't mind revisiting because because well every every year I replay Super Mario 64. Well, that that's easy to get to, to complete anyway. It was designed to be completed in one sitting. Right. Did you get Yoshi? Yes. Haha. Yeah. Haha. Yeah. Mike. Oh, I actually before I get into like some of the more filthy, hardcore, uh, mind-numbing, wanting to smash my head-against-the-table gaming habits that I've developed in my old age. I do want to segue to Corey because I know he plays a franchise and has lost many hours in a franchise oh. that's considered one of the hardest in the world. Gears? Wow. Crash I was going to save that for the... Uh, I was going to say, this might have to be a two-part of one because I, I didn't get to any of the games on my list, actually. Oh, my God. Yeah, I'm sorry. I think I've actually... No, it's, it's fine. So start, um, at, start at the top and do what you got to do, bro. Well, if I was to start at the top, it would have I would have went back to the N64 days, but you know what? You, this is a good segue, though. So I will start with uh, this particular franchise. And um, all right, so it's actually good that you brought this up because this franchise is the one franchise I've put the most hours in total. It's between 500 and 1,000, between... This franchise, and this is the Soulsborne franchise. Mm-hmm. Yes. So, for those of you who are not in the know, it's Dark Souls one, two, and three, and Bloodborne. Get good. And uh, yeah, yeah, literally, that is the uh, the the motto for those games. Well, it's uh, prepare to die and then just get good. Those are the only two things that you can use to get through these games. And you know, it, it's a weird kind of relationship with these games because the more 
that you the more you die and the more they punish you, the more you want to play it because the the system well the game itself is designed to have you learn and adapt. And they punish you ridiculously for failing to do that. And at some point as I'm not a, a speedrunner, I'm not a great Dark Souls one player by any means, but each subsequent run of the game, it became that much easier just to blaze through it. And, you know, with Dark Souls 1, 2, and 3, it's more so you have to... Really, the environment kills you a lot. Like, mm-hmm. you have to be very aware of your surroundings to get through a game. And Bloodborne, the combat is relentless, and it is unforgiving because it is so fast-paced. There's no shields. It's just you have to be on your A-game for that. And there were... So to kind of put into perspective the amount of hours I've logged in, there's a DLC in Bloodborne, and there's three bosses that are deemed some of the hardest bosses in any game. Like, if you look at any, like, top 100 list of mm-hmm. hardest video game bosses, these three bosses are almost always on every list. Mm. And it's Lawrence, um, Ludwig, and Orphan of Cause. Mm-hmm. And generally the order is... Uh, Ludwig is the third hardest, Lawrence is the second hardest, Orphan of Cause is the first hardest. And when I finally got to Ludwig, it took me almost a week to beat him. Just mm. a straight week Thanks. of me fighting him. And then I felt so accomplished and relieved after I beat him that I was like, fuck yeah, I could beat anything. And then maybe like an hour later, I got to Orphan of Cause. Nope. Fucking hell, man. Like, and it wasn't even a, fi- a fair fight. It wasn't even a, a, a fight in general. It was l- literally... Slaughter. Yeah, sometimes yeah. it would be, as soon as I would walk through the gate, he would combo me, and all I got to do was just walk to the end of the beach. And it would be about maybe seven seconds of walking and three seconds of an ass whooping. Oh Given the nature of Dark Souls, I feel like this, it's one of those games where you, you just want to finish it and then be done with it. Because, because going through that hell all over again, for the people who do that, I respect you, but... Holy crap, you cannot even pay me to do that. I'm sorry. Well, Corey alluded to it. It doesn't really cultivate that type of player. It's to the point where it you challenges you. You want to learn and adapt and be better at the game because to you, that's a badge of honor. Yeah. Right? Am, I, am I correct, 100%. Corey? 100%. Yeah, that's exactly what it is. It's because you can see your progress in real time. Yes. And that's, I think, the most remarkable thing about how they get you to keep playing because you can literally gauge your improvement based on how much quicker you get right. through the next run of the game. And when I beat Ludwig and then I went to Orphan of Cause and he kept, he, like, literally for maybe a good two hours, I was la- lasting maybe, like, 30 seconds into him. I was like, no, I'm going to Lawrence, who's the second hardest boss. Lawrence took me one entire month to beat. Oh, my God. I could not beat him. It took me a whole month. But when I finally beat him, I went back to Cause and I whooped that motherfucker's ass mm. because I built up that skill. And even though they, they're two different fight styles... I just got a lot better reaction time, and I figured out how to finally... You got his timing down. Spank cause. Holy... Yeah, I whooped the shit out of him. Always look for the patterns. Yeah. I'll play it one day. No, I would really wish that like you could somehow get a PlayStation 5, because I want to see you play the Demon Souls uh, remake. I want to watch you do like a Let's Play of that and just watch you do your thing. That would literally be the only reason why I would spend that much money on a system that most people don't own, because of that game. That would be the only reason why. Mm-hmm. And additionally... Short of the combat, I'll put in this as well. Especially with, like, uh, uh, actually, all of the Dark Souls games and the Bloodborne games, there are different endings. So you can only unlock them if you play the game more than once. Like, Bloodborne has three endings. So, and you get three trophies for each ending. 
Uh, Dark Souls has different endings. Dark Souls 2 has different endings. Dark Souls 3 has different endings. And the crazy thing about Dark Souls and Bloodborne, there's no linear narrative for the game, which is also why you could spend so many hours playing it because when I beat Bloodborne the first time and I went through it again, I found two entire areas that I didn't even mm. go to the first run. And they're not small. They're huge areas. They're fucking enormous that I just didn't know existed the first run through. Dark Souls is the same way. You'll beat the game, and then you'll find out from a friend, oh, what do you think of this level? It's like, what the fuck are you talking about? And you go (laughs) back in, and you have to, like, do this really obscure specific thing of things to unlock this area. Like, there's an area in Bloodborne (laughs) Yes, that is almost impossible to get to. And there's so many conditions that it's designed to fail almost, where... Mm -hmm. You have to like go to this locked level at a certain time of the game before you beat a certain boss to get this this invitation. Then you have to go to another area, beat this boss, and then you have to find this obelisk and stand in front of it with the invitation to summon a, a horse-drawn carriage. And you have to get in the horse-drawn carriage before it, it gets hit by an enemy, which there are dozens in this spot, or it disappears and you cannot access it for the rest of the game. Yeah. You have to wait for the next playthrough. Jesus. Yeah, that's very specific. It's so, there's so many hidden things that you could. I guarantee you, I still have not found everything mm-hmm. in Bloodborne alone, let alone the other Dark Souls games. I feel like I'm kind of just like marking out in a bit and like interrogating you and your love of Dark Souls because we haven't really talked about this in a while. Now, do you think this falls into the like the the realm and almost ironic internet uh, trend of artificial difficulty? Do you think that this is like put together in a way that you think there's you could see why this franchise is successful? Well, okay, so. All right. I'm going to take a couple examples from Dark Souls 1 and 3 with the first point, I guess, because there are certain parts that are difficult just to troll you. Mm-hmm, of course. So it's like, you know, like some like when you're first playing the game, it almost is impossible. Like there's a, the first game, you you beat a boss. It's one of the first bosses in the game. And you finally, you think you're in the clear. And the next area is you have to cross this bridge. You cross the bridge. Out of nowhere, dragon comes down, sets you on fire, you die instantly. You have it's like you literally can't avoid it. And in Dark Souls three, you get Indiana Jones. <laughs> <laughs> You're literally walking down this giant staircase, and then all of a sudden it just goes, "You have died," and this giant ball has just fallen down the stairs and crushed you. You have no idea it's there. You just so, but what those, especially Dark Souls one, because it's early on in the game, what it teaches you is, hey, this game is gonna be cheap sometimes. You really have to be careful everywhere you go because you will literally die in the most unthinkable way possible. And it really teaches you to be prepared for anything. And once you kind of have that kind of mindset, you approach every new section of the game. With extreme caution. Absolutely. Absolutely. I will sometimes tiptoe and cheese my way through an area just because I'm like, I don't know what's going to happen next. This is going to kill me. I have to be careful. This sounds like a new version of the Oregon Trail. (laughs) <laughs> yeah, yeah, in a much, weird right? way. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. That might be the best analogy I've heard for a Souls franchise. Yeah. Oh yes, and probably the only one I've ever heard too. Yeah. There we go. <laughs> yeah, it's like literally do everything right. Oh, you died from a snake bite or uh, dysentery. I'm like, I didn't even drink the yeah, water. I was just going to my wagon. What I the didn't hell? Do anything. Yeah. Just to make a recommendation, because it's still on PlayStation 4, and it's an older game, but it's based on the Dark Souls model, and you would love it because of the franchise it comes from, play Star Wars Jedi Fallen Order. It's literally it's a Dark Souls Star Wars game. Never played. Really? It's Souls light, but for what, the way you go at Souls, like I played it on the hardest difficulty, and the way you talked about Souls, that's how I felt playing Fallen Order, because around the time I was able to, like, after getting uh, beaten to 
held to high water by a boss in like seven seconds and then coming back and being able to do it, I felt that. So I really think you would enjoy this game. Plus, you being a big Star Wars fan, I think it would also you would love it just on that alone. Interesting. I thought looking at it in the the any uh, PlayStation deals on the mm. YouTube the network. I gotta play it. You can borrow it. I have the disc version. Oh, Ooh. that's also thank you. Thank you. Yeah. I appreciate that. You too. Thank you. Want to share at the same time? Okay. Yeah. You get one half, I get the other half. I'll play sure. the first half of the game, you play the last half. <laughs> we will cut the disc into two and give half to each person. All right, King Joseph. No, we can't do that. Just give Paul the whole thing. All I can't right. bear to see that game being broken. And that's how we make a decision. <laughs> I have like a whole separate thing that I want to get into with like like different types of games. So before I do that, because that's going to be a long tangent for me, is there anything like anybody hasn't touched on yet? Like like massively time consuming. I mean, yeah, there's a lot of games I played as a kid that like I just spent a lot of time on. I mean, yeah, like the first episode we did video games, we hit our favorites. Yeah, we hit our favorites for the most part, but they're not necessarily the ones that we played the most time in, though. Right, Right. exactly. Yeah. So building off, no, go ahead, Tom. I'll I'll wait. That's my fault. I'm sorry. I don't think he had anything. No, no, he's good. Yeah, I'm okay. You sure? Corey, yeah, (laughs) (laughs) yeah, Mike, Paul. (laughs) Well, I'm glad you asked, Michael. My, what a lovely tea party. So, we talked about. <laughs> Wait, why are you laughing? I can't tell if I'm if I'm getting if I'm getting trolled or not. Does he want to speak? Then speak. No, he doesn't want to speak. I couldn't tell because oh, when, when Mike went to go speak again, he made the the face. That's why I was laughing so hard because it looked like Paul was gonna speak and then Mike spoke. Continue. But you did you did the well, Michael. I thought that was a transition. I thought so. Yeah, I don't. This you, is hilarious. My God, bro. Paul Vincent speak. Continue. Wow. <laughs> now they know my middle name. <laughs> Shit. You're. <laughs> now they're after me. Now they're after you. You're Parvo because you're PV. No, I'm We got time. All right. So, because we mentioned um, franchises that we have like a lot of attachment to, we mentioned Goldeneye previously. I really want to get into, and I think Corey especially would appreciate this, and I know you guys are going to have a lot to say. I want to get into like Halo, Gears of War, Destiny, like first person shooters, and like how important those are to like us as, you know, basically the past two and a half decades of gaming for us, really. Sure. Well, which one do you want to start with? Well, I, I feel like I'm hogging the thunder and kind of like hogging the spotlight, but I would be re- remiss because uh, based on our cold open, I have to talk about Halo because we also talked about like heart, not 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 just like franchise we spent the most amount of time on because there's a lot that can hold that title for me. Like if you look at my top five, I probably have a thousand hours in each of these franchises for different reasons, and you can check it now on the, the PlayStation, and it kind of makes me nauseous, but also proud in its own way. <laughs> but the first franchise that really challenged me as a gamer to like really like pay attention and take caution and learn was Halo. Because beating Halo on Legendary, which is the hardest difficulty, is a badge of honor in the gaming community. And the first time you encounter the Flood on Legendary is not only scary and you feel like you've never played the game before, you will die like you're fighting the Orphan of Kaz. It is over. It is done. You have to know exactly what you're doing at all times. you got to look at your ammo, your weapons, what's on the ground. Are there, did you leave any corpses on the floor because the Flood can reanimate them? Uh, with the Elites, the, which are the, the shielded enemies, like again, counting your bullets is integral because if you bust their shield and you got to reload, the time it takes for you to reload, their shield is back and you're dead. You walk down the wrong lane, you're getting headshotted by a jackal with a beam rifle, which is a sniper rifle that can literally kill you in one hit. Does not matter. So, I feel built. So, Halo was the first like shooter franchise I really got into. I played Halo before I played Call of Duty, and doing and Halo opened the door for me to play other games like Call of Duty, and then Halo took me to Destiny, which is basically I call it my gaming mistress at this point because it's my it's my filthy habit. 
to the point where on Monday we were off from practice because we won our last game, and they have this thing called Trials of Osiris, and it's so difficult that only like the top 1% players in the world can get seven wins off and get what's called flawless. I've done it three times. I play with people who are much better than me. We got to six wins and lost, so it means you fell at the game of the lighthouse, fell at the gates of the lighthouse. This ruined me for the night because I spent six hours trying to do this and I couldn't do it. And I'm going to try again tomorrow in the freelance queue and we'll see what happens because as you say, every time you get beaten down, you're inspired to like push yourself a little harder and try to be better at that. Rocky. Yeah. Yeah. But with Halo, Kyle and I, because leading up to the release of Halo 5, decided to replay all of the Halo games. We binged all the Halo games. I believe on Heroic, which is how they're meant to be played, which is the second hardest difficulty. But we did go and play the library, which is the first lesson from Combat... I mean, not lesson. The first mission from Combat Evolved where the Flood come out. And even with a... Even in, in a co-op setting, and Kyle is a great Halo player, it was hell. It's really hard. Absolute hell. And from that... I think Corey can take the reins on what it's like playing Gears of War on Insane. Ah, okay. Well, actually, real quick, if I may touch upon the Halo 3 real fast. Um, in terms of as far as multiplayer games go, Halo 3 specifically might be probably the only game that I've ever played where not only did I log just as many hours in playing the campaign as I did the online mode, where... Playing multiplayer campaign is actually more fun than playing multiplayer online. Most games are not like that. Most games in a multiplayer environment, it's better to play online, and playing the campaign multiplayer is not as good. Halo is not like that at all. Halo is where you, you kind of want to jump in and try to be... Because once you put the legendary on, it's like a, this fucking motherfucker. I want to literally garrote wire him. I just want to. I literally. The car, the car that just went by. Yeah, tie piano wire between yeah. the two light posts and just watch him get decapitated yeah, if as you get, he drives if you guys, through. If you guys heard that, we apologize. Oh shit! Yeah, yeah I would love night. a real life bonus. We didn't like, mention that yeah. on the podcast last year for the Halloween. I don't know. No, we didn't. Yeah, it's a good movie. But yeah, so in terms of logging hours, the campaign is what kept me getting those Same hours. Same with Gears, right? Online, can, uh, you're right. Oh, you know what? Multiplayer right. mode. campaign. No, no, no. Multiplayer campaign with Gears was great because it, it fit perfect. Yeah. Like, oh, one's. Oh, I guess one was better. Well, were you or just were you like another? Well, can I, Yes. Does this ring a bell? And I'm really dating myself in this because we haven't said this in a while. Dom, revive me, ring a bell. Dom. Yeah, it's from Gears of War. Yeah, Dom. so that was the thing. One of you played the other. The other, the other one. But like, no, you said was it another? And it's like you one played as Marcus, no, one played as Dom. Halo, yeah, like Halo and Gears, like our franchises that you look forward to playing co-op with. Exactly. It's not just like a all right, play a co-op. It just is like no, it's like it fits the story because there's multiple players, and it just it, it made it more fun too. I would actually argue off of your point that Gears is actually best suited. It's like they made it for it. Yeah, it's like to be multiplayer for campaign because in Gears, all those characters are with you in the game anyway. Yes, exactly. Mm -hmm. Halo, they're like, you're not. Right, like, Halo, Halo 3. You are another Master Chief. Yeah, exactly. There's no other Master Chief. There's no other Spartans. In the, you're not playing with the Arbiter in, like, yeah. in a lot of the time. But Gears, you're legit. All right, you're Baird now. You're Dom now. Yeah. yeah. And they're already accompanying you in the game. No, you said it because I did remember from three. I had like a flash of inspiration. You do play as if you play co-op. It's one of you use the chief, one of you use the arbiter. Yeah. But in other levels, you're like, oh, you're a blue master chief, or you're like an arbiter with like cheap armor. You yeah, know what I mean? It depends on how many players you play with. 
Yeah. I think uh, it's up to four-player co-op. Yeah. So you become just different colored Spartans. But I wholeheartedly agree that Gears is meant to be played co-op, because especially I mentioned Horde real quick, because that was one of the best gaming experiences of my life was when we were trying to get to, like, wave 50 on Horde, and we had, like, the rotating team, and it was, like, this yeah. amazing thing. But it was those four characters were the characters. And I remember Gears 3 to the point had such a big cast that even though it only supported four, you could pick like four out of the six to play because they added more characters. Yeah, you had like, you had Ty, you had um, Anna. Yeah, Anna. Anna, Anya? Anya. 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 Yeah, so you had all these different players you can, you can uh, uh, shit, who, who is, was it Jax, Jake's the black guy that joined the Colin team? Colin Baird. No, no, not them. There was another guy that joined. He was a skinnier dude. I can't remember his name. It's gonna bother me. Yeah, it's don't forget too. the brothers that always die, except for the other. The, oh the Jack yeah, one. finally the, 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 the Jack the, one finally lived. The, the Carmine brothers. Yeah, the Carmines. Game, yeah, they killed one, but then the third one he lived. Do you know why he right? lived? I don't remember. I forget. All right, do you know how Jason Todd died in Batman? <laughs> yes. Okay, that's how he lived in uh, the third Gears game. With the crowbar? No. Nope. And be blown up. No, no, they sent out a poll to everybody, and they said, should he yes, die in a third yes. game? Oh, yeah. And everybody voted I no. I thought literally, I'm like, he lived by Oh, no, no, it was literally a fan decision. Yes. They, 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 Which they, is, uh, I remember that, yeah. and I'm happy. I'm like, good, finally, Carmine finally yeah. lived this game. It's always fun at the end of the game. Hey, I'm a, uh, yeah. uh. <laughs> It'd be great if he came out, he's like, hey, guys, I lived, and sniped in the head, and they're like, whoa, what the fuck? Damn, we were right there. Isn't that how the first Carmine died, just bullet straight to the head? Yeah. In the middle of the game, too, it wasn't even this, It wasn't even the end. It was kind of like the middle of the game. Same voice actor, right? right? It's the know. same voice actor for every Carmine, yeah. Ah, uh, it's funny. Just like the third one was like, yeah. jacked. Yep. Oh, yeah, he really, he had the fucking mask on, his arms are out. Badass. The, the random snipe in the middle of the action is used in a lot of character deaths. That, oh, is there, I don't want to spoil Red Dead Redemption, but they do it there beautifully, and it's literally a frame-for-frame -frame recreation of the Carmine death. I didn't play uh, Red Dead, so I'm not entirely two. sure. This is the last time. I know Paul did. I did. Uh, well, I don't want to. I don't want to spoil it because if you haven't played it, go play it fresh and blind. That's all I need to say about that. Joe, did you play any of these games online with people? <laughs> no, no, dude. Did you play any multiplayer games online? Joe at all? hates video oh, games. I stopped. Wow. I stopped playing video games at like 16. Crash Bash destroyed him. Crash Bash destroyed him. No, no, that's not true because I had a PS2 and a PS3. So, what was your most dominant game for PS2? For PS2? Yeah. Uh, Simpsons Hit and Run. No, that game I love that game so much. Simpsons Road Rage, I spent a lot of hours on because I go. made sure I beat that game. <laughs> my goal my goal wasn't even to beat the game. My goal was to unlock Professor Frank because <laughs> that car was so fast. <laughs> so fast. It was the hover one. Yeah, it was the hover one. And I always crushed it with him. <laughs> so yeah, that was good. But um, I played a lot of sporting games that really didn't really require any skill you were just just fucking playing them like i know when i got the psp whatever fucking year that was um middle school i want to say 2005 because the first the first mlb game i got was the show 06 because you know the sports games always released the year yeah yeah you know you know what i mean sports it's in the game i don't even remember who made mlb the show a game it actually made sports it's owned by sony yeah sony yeah, I think that it was just so a regular I port. Sega. But I, I, lo I logged a lot of hours on that, just like just playing through season and then doing the career mode and, you know. 
Yeah. No, to, I wanted to just like uh, reassure you. I wanted to frame your reference. Yeah, the PSP came out in 2005 okay. because it was my eighth grade graduation okay, gift. Okay, yeah. Because oh, nice. I, I think it was also my eighth yeah. grade graduation gift. It was also my eighth grade graduation gift. Yeah. Nice. I got MLB yeah. just like you did. Mm-hmm. Or, I too like to live dangerously. <laughs> I got Twisted Metal Black and I got the Tony Hawk's Pro Skater 2 re release. Yes. Oh, that game was Twisted so hard. Metal, I, I, I thought it was on Around 2 it was Remix. It's so different from the other Twisted Metal. Oh, no, it was Thug 2 Remix, right? Tony Hawk's Pro Skater 2 X was on the Xbox, the yes. original Xbox, sorry. Mm. I had Midnight uh, Midnight Club 3 Dub Edition. Great soundtrack. Yeah. Oh my god, yes. That, uh, the Godfather game. That's actually yeah. a game I spent a lot of time on. Tony Hawk 3 for the PS2. That's oh my, my favorite. God. Any Call of Duty games on PS2? I had that for no. Dreamcast. Really? No, I never play Call of Duty because I'm the type of person that as soon as I die, the controller will go through the screen. Like uh, I can't I can't do it. So Don't ever play any of the Souls yeah, games. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. No, 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 no. I just wanted to break and everything. But so you love Tony Hawk, and I think yeah. that, that's going to be something here. But did you... Not break a control every time you bailed in Tony Hawk. No, <laughs> no. Yeah, but so it's only when you get shot and killed in a video game. Yeah, pretty much. Well, because because the thing was um, when Tony Hawk one and two came out, like I was younger, so like I didn't really like play the campaign. I just kind of just did free skate, mm-hmm. and then I had the cheat codes to unlock all the special characters. Because Tony Hawk two, I always wanted to play a Spider Man, so put the real code in real quick, unlock all the shit, and just play a Spider-Man. So, so by the time I got a little older and Tony Hawk 3 came out for the next generation console, I was like, let me actually play the campaign and actually do this. And like, because I was playing on the other two before that, I actually had, quote unquote, better skills at Tony Hawk <laughs> in general, where I could play the campaign and actually be able to like do the stuff and actually like unlock all the crap. So like... Yeah. It was very vindicating to beat that game. I remember me and a friend of mine, right? We, we played the Tony Hawk games growing up, and like when that one came out, is we both like kind of had like the same mentality. But like the first two, we were younger, we were just like skating around, and then that one, we were just like, no, we're gonna try to actually beat the game. And, like we used to go over each other's houses and help each other beat our own save game versions. Nice. Like when we finally like, because I remember the last. After you win the last competition, the last secret board is the um the the cruise ship, yes, the yacht, or whatever the hell it is. Cruise ship. Yeah, it was a cruise ship, and there was always like so many different things to do. And I'll, I'll never forget like the last thing that I had to accomplish was I think it was like it was a kickflip like between. Oh yeah, those things. Two of the awnings, and like I did it, and it was just like oh my god, I just hundred percent of the fucking game. Like this is great. Well, with one skater at least. Well, yeah, with one skater at least. Yeah, but but yeah, like. The, the, the Tony Hawk games, they, they were a generation-defining franchise. Yes. I, I, even if you couldn't ride skateboard for crap, which... Well, <laughs> I could but, but, but seriously, like, like... Did you guys ever, ever ride skateboards? No. No. Never I, tried. No. Uh, I never fair, really tried. My, uh, when I was in elementary school, my friends were skaters, and he let me... One of my friends let me ride his board uh, fell down immediately and never got back on again. Ow. So, yeah. You get knocked down. But you don't I'm still late on that street in Delafield right now. Just like <laughs> Delafield. My cousins live on Delafield. Oh, maybe your cousin is my friend. It's possible. <laughs> it, it'd be really strange if all this time uh, yeah. Yeah, I remember like younger, like around the time like Tony Hawk 2 was out, like one of my other cousins, like I was we were hanging out at his house one day and he had a skateboard and he wasn't a skater either. He just got it just because like yeah. I don't know, whatever. He was a skater boy. Right around he on it, whatever. Later, boy. And twenty two. Yeah. <laughs> so like so like I tried and I, I like like I went off and like I made it like three feet and I just felt myself like I don't have the balance for this and I just jumped off. I'm like, No, yeah. I'm good. I'm not even gonna yeah. keep attempting to do this. You were a Matt Hoffman guy. 
I, I did play the Matt Hoffman games too, uh, and the Dave Mirror games. Kelly Slater's Pro Surfer. Surfer. Uh, I didn't have that. Uh, Activision 02, Sports Revolution. But I did. EA Sports. It's, it's in the game. game. But I did unlock Kelly Slater in Tony Hawk 3. <laughs> yeah. Is it true that he wrote a, a surfboard, surfboard that would just levitate yes. over the yes. ground? And yes. It, and it still made the skate sounds. And it still made skate sounds. How yeah. happy were you, though, because you had Wolverine in 3 after oh, Spider Man yeah. 2? Darth yeah. Maul. Oh, and Darth Maul. Yeah. And then never saw Die Ball. <laughs> yep, and then never saw Die but, Ball. But, but but yeah, like like it, it, whether or not you're in a skateboarding, like the, the Tony Hawk games, those are so much fun so that, that anyone can play. So addicting. And and of course, and of course, we talk about Tony Hawk. You, you, you got to mention the awesome soundtracks. Oh yeah, Go, you, 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 you had rock, you, you had metal, Rap, punk, grunge, hip hop. So, so, so many, uh, I mean, yeah, so many different genres that that's basically what popular at the time, and you can still like like replay the games and revisit these songs and you, you can unearth all the memories that you yep. have with this oh yeah just hearing yeah. the music uh, but yeah, yeah micah correct me if i'm wrong but did, did, did the tony hawk games like did they pretty much influence your taste in music oh my god massively so when i talked about like top five franchises i'm gonna say gta uh Bun- bungee slash 343 to me halo and destiny are, are seeds of each other yeah uh Night Shield Republic, but then right at, right there, right below the WWE, number five most played franchise without doubt is the Tony Hawk's Pro mm-hmm. Skater franchise. Yep, absolutely. And before I get into that, into like the taste of music, I just want to like cl- clarify how big these games are and like elaborate on a point. Joey, uh, I believe it was you when we met Darby Allen. What did you ask him? I uh, so I what uh, I Comic Con right and did, me. Oh yeah, Paul was there too. <laughs> But not okay. I'm when sorry, I, when, Paulie. When, I'm very yeah, sorry. Don't exist. No, <laughs> you're my big brother. I love you. Stop. He hates me. So <laughs> shut up. <laughs> so when we went to New York Comic Con, uh, as of this recording, a couple weeks ago uh, at the Javits Center in New York City, uh, there was AEW wrestlers there, and one of the wrestlers is a guy named Darby Allen. For anybody who's a wrestling fan, you know who he is. For anybody who's not a wrestling fan. He's like a young, like really, like really good wrestler. He's going to be like the future of like wrestling. He's very talented, but like part of his shtick is that he rides a skateboard to the ring, and he actually is a skater, like mm-hmm. in real life. So when I try to meet anybody, I always try to ask them something personal about their lives. So like I know he's a skater, so I asked him, I'm like, "Yo, growing up, did you play the Tony Hawk franchise?" And he's like, "Yeah, of course I did." And I asked him which was his favorite, and he said two, which most people will always say yeah. Tony Hawk Pro Skater Two was their favorite, mm-hmm. and, I, and I would agree with that. Uh, uh, Three is my favorite, oh, yeah. Chopper. Three is your, your favorite, Tommy. Yeah, three is my personal okay. favorite, but but I can honestly say that that Tony Hawk Two is an absolute masterclass of, of game design. Absolutely. Yeah, yeah. And last year when the remasters were announced, I I, I played the first two games on PS One. Mm-hmm. I disagree. I'll have to get ready. Mortal yes. Kombat is a good game, but I think Donkey Kong's the greatest game of all time. I, dis- I disagree. <laughs> it's a very good thing. Uh, oh, 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 wait, oh, wait. You know, you know how bad I can beat you, right? <laughs> Billy Madison. It, you know something? You suck. C- c- one day, one day you'll know. Oh, Corey. Corey, you never watched Billy wait, Madison. No. One day oh, wait, you will. Wait, Paul, what's today? Thursday. October? Snooty Magazine Day. Snooty <laughs> Magazine Day. Can we do a show where it's just we sit and we'll look at Corey and he makes a list of all the movies he hasn't seen? Yeah, I have to go back on every podcast. So, just I, listen. I, I can join them with that because yes. th- there are still so many popular movies that I have not seen yet Star that I'm ashamed of. But I've seen, I, I've seen all the Star Wars movies. Star <laughs> <laughs> Trek. I haven't seen Star Trek. I haven't seen ah. Star Trek. I haven't either. Bubble butt not busters. What? <laughs> exactly. Dom knows that. <laughs> Dom will never listen to this. <laughs> Shout out to Dom. Never. Hi, Dom. Hey, Dom. <laughs> You're listening calls right now. I wonder if people like in Dom's inner circle listen to this and like tell him constantly, dude, they we keep are talking. We are in his inner circle. 
there's some jobs. There's like us. Who's the okay. three of us here right now? I think I. <laughs> <laughs> Mike too. You're in his inner circle too. <laughs> Mike too. <laughs> all right. I was. I meant to say immediate family, and it came out inner circle because I was thinking AEW. Uh, I'm so sorry. Next all right. episode, we'll call him live we, on the air. We well, we should he do that. Yeah. <laughs> Wait. Yes, go ahead, Mike. So, if, but if we're the inner circle, who who's who? Like, am I Jake Hager because I'm the biggest yes. one? Like, how does this work? Yeah, a thousand percent. I have no idea what you're meaning. You're just Mike because that's who you Cr- are in the group. I appreciate that. Chris, uh. Chris Jericho's got a gang of cronies. Like, that's uh. okay. So, to, but I want to answer his question. Um, my taste in music was 100% framed by the Tony Hawk franchise mm-hmm. to the point where as soon as, like, we were able to get music over the internet and you can do you could do that any way you want. Uh, Lars, I'm not going to say what I was using. Oh, Lars. <laughs> but Napster. Napster. I, you know, yeah. I borrowed it from a friend maybe if i like it i'll buy my own but um i majority of my music on various streaming uh sources was basically taken from tony rocks pro skater and wwe and wwe i think i listened to cigar by melancholy a thousand times oh yeah what a great fucking song burnout had great soundtracks as well it did you're right burnout was a phenomenal it's an unsug hero of xbox games that's the first time i heard i never had xbox uh ps3 um (laughs) ps2 ps2 yes uh, that's the first time I best listened to uh, MCR. Really? What, what wow. was it? Helena? Was I'm that the not song? Okay. <laughs> I'd say Midnight Club 3 Dub Edition takes the win for me personally for, for soundtrack? soundtrack. Yeah. I actually have a whole playlist on my, my phone just of songs that came from that Wait. video game. Yeah. It, 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 you go first. Licensed soundtracks are all, are all well and good when they fit the game. But here's something I want to like. Like, what's a good original soundtrack that you got? You guys actually listen to and you actually love? Because I got a lot. You mean, you mean like gaming score? Yeah, yeah, like or, or, score. original scores. Yeah, Tommy. Oh, Red Dead. Oh, oh yeah, that, that, that's a good one. I'm going with that. I'll I'll second that, and then I have my own. But please, guys, go ahead. Because I, I just want the second Paul. So that's a great one. Yeah. In, in terms of original scores, for, for me, one of the one of the best scores in any game period is the Super Mario Galaxy games. Okay. I, I, the, the games themselves, they are phenomenal platformers, and the entire soundtrack is all orchestrated. And every single song, I swear, it, it takes you on, on a trip to, an, to this amazing adventure. It, it, Nintendo has put out a lot of great soundtracks, and, and I, I, I listen to a lot of the main series Pokemon soundtracks, because all, all the tracks are just so memorable, mm-hmm. e- even the classic 8-bit ones. Lavender Town. I was just ah. going to say Lavender Town is a, a very popular dun, mainstay dun, for that dun, franchise. Dun, 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 dun. I, I still love that song. It, then, it, it's scary, but it's yeah, fantastic. But it's iconic. Yeah. And, and, and of course, the, the Zelda games. Yeah. Heck, the, the Zelda soundtracks, that they, they have become pretty much mainstream because we have we have the Symphony of the Goddess tours. You hear live renditions of these songs. And now, I haven't attended a, a show personally, but... We'll get you to one. Yeah, yeah I would love to attend that. And, and Zelda music... Oh my, and hearing, hearing these songs from a full live orchestra, that is pure bliss, and mm. it shows how how far video games have come into the public eye. I just wanted to say, so did anybody play the Pokemon Gold and Silver remakes um, on the Nintendo 3DS? DS. No. DS. I'm sorry. See, I'm dating myself again. I'm Don't getting my. Have a DS. All right. Well, t- I'm going to ask. This is just a very. This is like a question. I'm going to make him smile right now. How much did you enjoy the Game Boy Sounds key item? That was fantastic. Can you explain to them what the Game okay. Boy sounds did on these remakes? Okay, so yeah, with remakes, you you had you, you know remastered sound audio. Now, now in Heart Gold and Soul Silver, 
when you get all the gym badges and go to a building in Celadon City, you get the Game Boy sounds. You turn it on and you hear the the original Game Boy music. Oh, that's pretty cool. It, it is like the overall theme, the battle themes, all of it in its eight bit glory. So you guys mentioned the Lavender Town music that you get that original Lavender Town music when you turn this thing on, and it's very cool. Well, and the, you still go crazy? the gold silver rendition. Yeah. yeah. So uh, who, who, who was up? I'm sorry, I feel like I interrupted someone. No. So I second Paul a thousand percent on Red Dead. I also got to say, I, I got to say, um, basically anything with Martin O'Donnell, uh, uh, Martin O'Donnell attached to it. So that's the Halo score that we all know very well with the with the monks. If anybody wants to try and do that uh, rendition for me, who composed Destiny? I was kind of hoping when I did that that this would turn into an Ace Ventura, and I'm not disappointed. There we go. See, Kyle, that's the second one. There we go. Yeah. So I'm telling you, Kyle, the second one's better. I know. Uh, Kyle's probably punching the air that I mentioned has been uh, uh, when he when he does eventually hear this, he's going to be punching in joy, knowing that I mentioned us binge playing Halo, and then I mentioned the monks and Marty O'Donnell. So Tommy asked me who composed Destiny. Um, Marty O'Donnell composed part of Destiny, and so did Paul McCartney, actually, of oh, wow. Beatles fame. Wow. Ho Hope for the future, which I think if it was released in like the '80s, would be considered a classic. Is is a Paul McCartney song written for Destiny. Hmm. And now it's um, people at Bungie that have been working with them for a long time, so like Michael Salvatore, Sky Lewin. So anything that came out of like Rockstar, Bungie, or 343 Studios to me are like quintessential gaming scores, in addition to the classic eight bits of like Pokemon. Right, yeah. Uh, if I may, real quick, it seems like we kind of uh, tapped the vein here for gold. That might be a pretty worthy episode itself. It's just video game scores. Yeah. Oh, I would love to do that. I, I know. I love that. Because I can think of many games and franchises and specific songs that, for me personally, I could talk a lot about, and there's five of us here right now. Same. So, you know, and then the Nintendo games and there's specific songs in each game that we could talk about. And yeah, definitely. I would like course. to do that. Yeah. 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 I think that'd be good. Might have to get you guys back on and do part two. Yeah. We'll do a video game scores. Mm -hmm. Actually, we'll do we'll do that'd be part three. We'll do part two for the rest of our games that oh, we yeah. spent all this time on. <laughs> yeah. I would say there's still games that yeah yeah we didn't. Uh, I t I talked about one of my nine. On. Yeah. <laughs> all right, so uh, we just signed you both on for two so that, more parts. So there is going to be another part two of more because there is more games. <laughs> yeah, you so have, have part two of this one. You have hours on. You have yeah. no no okay. choice. You have no. And choice. then there'll be a part. I'll be here all day. I'll be here all day. Announce then. No. Well, you add another one if you want. No, no, because if we're going to have a part two, then I'll save. Save it. So yeah, I was going to save a part two. And then we'll have a part three for song soundtracks. Yeah, sure. Music. Yeah. Yeah. Like a couple games that like I. So I have eight. Could be a short episode. Yeah. Well, I have eight alone. That's that could take up the whole. I, yeah. I I definitely have more games I got to talk about. I'm just grinding like the Cheshire Cat because we get to do it again. But yeah. this is really is like I feel like this is like a dark horse topic that's going to be amazing. Yes. Yes. But thank you guys for both coming on. Absolutely. <laughs> Thanks for answering that call when Paul called you. Yeah. <laughs> Thanks yeah. for picking up. Thanks for picking up. But you know what? Thanks for calling. Thanks for being... He probably thought it was an emergency. That's why I feel bad, though. It's like, why is Paul calling? Mike, not going to lie, we said that. I was like, Paul, call him. He's like, he's probably going to think it's an emergency. I'm like, he probably will, but let's see. <laughs> oh, yeah. Because when Paul... Because Paul and I very seldom talk on the phone, so it's either... He hates me. It's either... No, I, stop. I, 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 I didn't think it was an emergency, but me not remembering it was Thursday. I'm thinking he lives two blocks from me. Like, what if maybe he right, needs help or something? Happened, yeah. yeah. But I'm just again. Thank, I was in the shower. <laughs> I'll help you. I'll help you. I'll help you get out of the shower. Well, oh. see, that's why when I called you for the sports bracket episode, 
Yeah. I texted you and I said, hey, you busy right now? That, 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 LOL. So you knew it wasn't anything serious. And then I called you right afterwards and you, you came oh, on. Yo. So. I just want to say you guys have great comment, uh, not comment. Well, you do have great comedic timing, but you, I was going to say you guys have great timing and thank you for the courtesy text because when I was packing boxes, we were moving. So that was literally like the one break I took that whole night to move and you called at the perfect moment and we had that conversation. I was at my desk, phone's right in front of me. I'm trying to get some work done. You got, you called at that moment. So like, thank you guys for calling and being the brothers and the extended family that I'm very grateful to have. So I, again, we will come, well, I don't know, I don't want to speak for him, but I, I, anytime you want us at this table, I would like to be at this table. Oh, he gave oh, us a thumbs up. So we're, we're, thumbs we're, up. we're good. Yeah. <laughs> we're good. Hit thumbs up. Yeah. 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 I don't have, I don't, it's too much effort to do a full thumbs up though. So just a little thumb up. Oh, Never sorry. Thumb. Yeah. We're doing the orange Cassidy thumbs up. Yeah. So who only I met at Comic Con because no one else met with me. When we do uh, part two, we'll talk about the other eight games <laughs> that uh, that you have that I have. Yeah. But see, I I wrote them in a specific order that next time I'd like to follow because it makes sense from beginning to end. Yes. So if I don't follow that, it's gonna be like this. Oh, here's your pen back, Paul. Oh, hey, sorry. <laughs> yeah, you're welcome. Yeah. So it, it's just gonna be like a. a, a you know this this linear narrative from like we little lad to now. We little lad. And if I go out of order, it's gonna be hard to follow. But follow, Paul. <laughs> yep. Where can they follow us? <laughs> Through that, I did. <laughs> I don't know where it went. <laughs> Me either. Mike went to go get it. He did. He found it. Uh, Mike followed it oh, and he yeah. threw it back. Yeah. Where, where did he follow it? Well, by the time this comes out, Facebook might have changed their name. But you can follow us on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter at Three Ugly Guys, or on Reddit. A quick question: Is that you, are you a user on Reddit? Do you have your own subreddit? Finally, EA Sports. It's in the game. We're a user. Don't take a shot okay. every time he says that. Yeah, we're a user. So that would be uh, you slash Three Ugly yes. Guys on Reddit. Three Ugly Guys podcast. Yes. Big fan slash, of not just the line is slash the picture of slash the guitarist. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Conan did that. What, hey. Yes. What, what picture of slash the guitarist you have? Is it the one from when we saw him and he had the New York fucking City shirt on? Is that the one we went for? It's a headshot. I, I, I didn't think that far ahead, but yes. <laughs> Um, real quick, back to Tommy's question in terms of uh, musical scores. Yeah. You know what my, my number one favorite song to listen to is? What? Yeah, let's listen to the next episode. Joe, where can they listen to that episode? <laughs> Dr. Dre's next episode? Next episode. Hey, hey, smoke weed, weed every day. day. There it is. <laughs> If you want to listen to our podcast, you can check us out on Google Podcasts, Spotify, Podbean, Apple Music, Amazon Music, and Audible at Three Ugly Guys. I almost fucked that up. Almost. Well, you didn't. I I the, yeah, but almost on the counts of horseshoes and hand disappointed grenades. disappointed with my choice, so it'll be well worth the wait. I look forward to it. Yeah, I look forward to telling it. Yeah, I'm so excited. I want to thank Thomas and Michael for coming on the show tonight. Oh, Thank you. You want to thank Tommy you, Shelby. Thomas Shelby. The Peggy fucking blinder. Peggy fucking blinders. Peggy Michael fucking Shelby. Blinders. Dude. And Thomas. What's his Thomas brother again? Tom, John. No. Well, now it's Tommy Mike. Mike. Tommy's uh, brother is Mike. Yeah. yeah <laughs> Arthur. Well, he has uh, two brothers. Shelby. I know, but I think it's the other one. Tommy's well, brother's also Robert. Like, what's his brother's name? Well, John. The no, one. the other one. Well, yeah, but. Spoiler. Okay. Yeah. I got to yeah. watch this show. You guys for coming on. Had a lot of fun. Thank you. It's Can't been wait great. to have you guys back. Yep. You got anything you want to say? Yeah, I, 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 just want, I just want to say I, I really had fun. That this was such a great opportunity. And of course, I, I will take any excuse I have to talk about gaming. Well, luckily you have two episodes lined up for you. So, yes. <laughs> at minimum, I disagree. Donkey Kong is the greatest game of all time. <laughs> hey, you know, hey, you know, hey, you know something? You suck. <laughs> you suck. 
Have some more meatloaf. No, not meatloaf. Have some more sloppy Joe. Joe. Lady, you scared me? <laughs> meatloaf. Meatloaf. Meatloaf crunch. Meatloaf crunch. Have a bowl of me. Our podcasts are so randomly. Yeah. I want some pork butts and taters. Pork butts and taters. 90s nostalgia. Another state. What's the. I don't know. They just quoted a man this show. They quoted Billy Madison. Cartoon cartoons. Space Ventura. This show is great. Bring in the dancing lobsters. What are things I do for love? When are we doing the Moody's Point Watch Along podcast? <laughs> <Moody's Point. laughs> I'd be down for that, in all honesty. My God. <laughs> what a shit, shit show. <laughs> nice nostalgia. Oh, my God. We have to go. It's the Al Dente brothers. They the got eggs! <laughs> Tony, they got meatballs! See you next time. What? What? And as <laughs> always, we are three ugly guys. I'm Corey, a.k.a. the Iranian Contra. In the house tonight, we had Joe. Contra Code. Contra code, the Konami code. Konami code. Yeah. And we bitches up and down on my dick like I'm the Konami code. <laughs> yeah. That's a, that's a, that's a Finny Paz quote right there. It's, it's a real one. <laughs> yeah. I love that, love that song. Oh, and God. we got, we had Paul in the house. Three ugly guys. It's in the podcast. <laughs>